KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Thank you, Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Yesterday was Father's Day. Mm-mm. Shout out to all the dads out there. Damn it, Maury made some more cold calls. Oh, yeah? We haven't done this in a while. Randomly to people across the country looking for dads, or as he calls them, daddies. <laughs> <laughs> and the calls went uh, exactly the oh, way you no. think. Did you ruin Father's Day for people, man? Hello? Hi, happy Father's Day. It is Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show. Are you by any chance a daddy? <gasps> oh, I have been waiting my whole life for this question. I certainly could be yours. <laughs> <laughs> for Father's Day, I'm, I'm really, I'm looking for daddies. Well, you've got one here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wanted to call dads and tell some Father's Day jokes. Oh, I love daddy jokes. They're the best. <laughs> I've got one. Okay, what is it? How many daddies does it take to screw in a light bulb? Okay, how many? Three. One to screw it in, one to buy new curtains, the other one to go fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even need to tell you a joke. That one trumped mine. <laughs> wow. Oh, don't say trumped. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Are you a dad? Yeah. Are you, oh, happy Father's Day. Thank you. What did baby corn say to mama corn? Hmm, no, 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 don't corn. think about it. You just say, I, well, I don't know. Say, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. Something yeah. about a cob. No, no, she, just go, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Where's popcorn? Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Hello? Are you a dad? Yeah. Okay. I, I think so. You think so? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're a dad. Well, I'm calling to, to talk to dads and wish you a happy Father's Day from the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh, my goodness. Thanks very much. I have a Father's <laughs> Day joke for you. Mm. What did Daddy Spider say to Baby Spider? Grow up. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Just say, I don't know. You have to go, I don't know. That's how jokes work. Oh, I must say, I don't know. No, no yeah, you go, I, the, so I, I say the beginning part and then you go, I don't know. I don't know. That's right. So we have to start again. (laughs) What did Daddy Spider say to Baby Spider? I don't know. You spend too much time on the web. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Hello? Hi, how are you? I am okay, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Are you a father? I am not a father. Yes, I am a father. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Knock, knock. Okay, not not. No, no, knock knock. <laughs> yes, you said not not. Okay. Okay, now so knock knock. Mhm. Knock knock. Mhm. No, no. Knock knock. Knock knock. 
No, I said knock knock. <laughs> so I say knock knock, and then you go, who's there? Okay, knock knock. No, I won't say that. I assure you the outcome will be funny. Okay. No, I won't do that. Okay, happy Father's Day. Hello? Are you a daddy? I am. Oh, happy Father's Day. Thank you. Okay, knock knock. Who's calling? No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah, but knock knock. Who's there? Uh, Linda. Linda who? Linda, hand to dad at the barbecue so we can eat faster. Okay. I've got one for you. Oh, okay. Why are elevator jokes so good? Why are elevator jokes so good? Oh, I know the answer to this. Can I tell you the answer? Okay. Because it's funny on so many levels. That's good. Yeah, you can play it on all levels. Yeah. Look at Maury. You chastise people over and over I and over know. again to tell them to just say, I don't know, because that's how jokes work. And the one time somebody, some poor soul, decides to play along with you and tell a joke, you go, Can I spoil it? <laughs> Can I ruin your fun? <laughs> you know how jokes work, right, Maury? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm sorry to break your heart, Roz, oh, no, but... what happened? what I do? You will not be able to get a Segway anymore. They're being discontinued. They still made Segways? Yeah. <laughs> remember when people used to... <laughs> oh, man. You remember when Segways first came out forever ago? Oh, God. Everyone know. knows what a Segway is, right? Yeah. We don't have to explain what a Segway no. is. Well, I don't know, man. Maybe you do. Because they've been around... It's like a two-wheel... It, it's like a... Uh, it's like, what are those things? What did everybody set their house on fire with? Those oh, hoverboards? The hoverboards, yeah. It's like a hoverboard, but with a stick. Yes. Yeah. And the, and But imagine a like handle, a, a giant hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. They were large. You stepped up on it, and you had to use your weight in order to... You just like shift your weight around in order to move forward or yeah. slow down or stop. Yeah. And then shortly after... It was introduced. It was introduced in '99, and shortly at like five grand. Yeah. And shortly after, all these idiots kept crashing into one another yeah. and like falling and stuff. So they made it mandatory that he had to wear a, uh, <laughs> yeah. a helmet, a yeah. bike helmet, yeah. when riding a Segway. Yeah. I thought they were fun. I used one once. Really? We did a tour of Chicago. Yeah. My wife and you? I yeah, and some friends. No, that thing was the white dad killer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no way. You know why it was designed, right? You know. <laughs> Hold on. Let me make sure my new balances are all done up tight. <laughs> my braided belt. <laughs> let me just cinch that up an extra hole. <laughs> Your beige cardboard <laughs> shorts. Yes. Come on, uh, man. The, no, uh, I never, never was on a Segway. But the Segway is uh, going to be... So why, though? Why are they getting <laughs> rid of it? sales, man. They is it? Buying. Yeah, the, I can't even remember the last time I actually saw somebody using a Segway there's as some, like a, a, a personal transport. Yeah, there's some really cool new scooters now that I saw. I was going to get one for rocks. There's ones with, like, it's a longboard scooter, and yeah. it's got big fat wheels on it, and it's all blacked out, like matte black, and it looks really dope, and it's electric. 
and you just you just jump on it and go, and there's no kickstand or anything. It's like when you when you're done with it, you just walk off it and it stays. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is These that made by are wild um, man? Oh man, I don't know. I saw it on. How do people not go broke on Instagram with those ads that pop up? Because everything on there to me seems real cool. Well, it's catered to you. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I know. It's catered to you. <laughs> I know. Um, it's all segways. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See the video of Britney Spears yelling at her boyfriend? No. <laughs> okay, so. What happened? Uh, like mad? Like no, for real? No. Oh. So Britney's doing, she just does a video and she's doing a shout out for Pride Month to everybody in the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And she's just like outpouring her love for her people. And then I guess you can hear her boyfriend say something like, go LGBTQ. And then Britney just like shuts him down. To all my friends at the LGBTQ community, happy Pride Month. You guys bring so much heart, passion, and articulate everything you do. Because of you, I've had the best nights of my life. I love you so much, it hurts. Happy Pride Month. Baby, be quiet! Like I'm trying to do my thing here. Brittany is the best. I'm man. trying to do my thing. <laughs> I don't need you. I don't. <laughs> I said that already. <laughs> it's to say I always, not always, but sometimes when Jenna is at home and she's trying to do something for like Insta stories or whatever, yes. and if she's like panning across the room or if we're in the backyard or whatever, right. I will always jump in frame and just do something stupid. <laughs> stupid. And then she'll be like, oh, now I gotta start again. <laughs> it's so good. I do that all the time. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, How are you, man? Good. Oh, you don't sound good. <laughs> no, nah, it's about to launch into something. Oh, here we go. Okay. I love a Roz rant. Yeah. And you're a dog owner. Okay. Yeah. And I know Dammit Maury's a dog owner now. And I just have something to say to dog owners. Okay. When you're walking down the street. Yes. When you walk your dog and you live in an urban environment. That is a mix of sort of like park, businesses, residential, whatever. Okay. It's tough to have a dog. The dog's got to get exercise. The dog has to go out. Uh-huh. I get all that. But my green bin that maybe is left out on garbage day because I get home late uh-huh. is not a place for you to put your bag of poop when you're walking down the street. Can I say something? Yes. I 100% agree with you. Thank you. Because it's disgusting. It's not your green bin. It is not your green bin. It's the owner of that property's green bin. Yes. Because as a dog owner, and when we pick up what's left in the backyard, and we put it in a baggie, and we put it in our own green bin. Yes. I know what that smell is like after a couple of days. Yes. There's a distinct difference of green bin smell with food yep. versus green bin smell of food and poop. Yes. It is. And that's, that stink, that stench is very hard to get rid of. I think that it should come with fines. 
If you're caught? If you're caught. I don't disagree. A hundred percent. It is one of the most, in my mind, to me, it is right up there with nicking my bumper when you're parallel parking and you don't leave a note. I hate that. It's right up there with that for me, as far as being a disrespectful neighbor. It's right up there. So yesterday I'm driving home Uh and I go to pull in the driveway and I'm three houses away and my window's down and I immediately start to choke. (laughs) Okay. I'm choking. I'm choking. Uh, Backwards or? No, I'm choking. I'm I'm choking on something got into my mouth. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Like something is is in there now Uh and I can't get it out. It's like swirling around. I try to swallow and I just choke more. Okay. Okay. And then I pull into my driveway and my brother and his wife, so my sister-in-law, are in our driveway with our green bin tipped upside down with a garbage bag underneath it. And they're both wearing masks and she's going at the bottom of the garbage can with like the end of a broom handle. Oh, no. Trying to scrape out like months of whatever. Poop. And she's there were bags she's, at the bottom. Yeah, because the bags are so small. This is what happens: is that when I put my green bin bag in there, the green bin bags aren't that small. When somebody comes by and they drop their poop bag in it, those bags are tiny and I they know. slide right down to the bottom. And then when I start throwing more green bin stuff on top, those bags burst. Yeah, and then they smush on the bottom. And they smush on the bottom. And when the guys come to empty it, that stuff doesn't get knocked no. out. Whatever falls out of the bin falls out of the bin. Anything stuck to the bottom, Thank they're not you. There, like scraping it out. Yes. Yeah. So no, I pulled I into the driveway yesterday with the window down, and I got about three months of my neighbor's dog poo in my mouth <laughs> because of the smell. Yeah. And it was hot yesterday. Yeah, very. And the humidity. Man, I feel for you, bro. Right? Yeah, that's not cool. That's it's not, not cool. cool. I like, don't condone I, any of that behavior. No, and they do it so cavalierly, too. And I've seen it before. I've seen people walk down the street. Oh, we're talking. Oh, it's my dog. It's cute. And you open my green bin, and yeah. you toss in your poop, and then no, you close it like a- it's no big deal public green bin thank you anyway you good now yeah i'm fine okay thanks <laughs> this is the Roz and mocha show podcast what up what up you hear about the wet rag rule <laughs> wet rag no so with baseball coming back yeah there's a lot of changes and one of the proposed changes that was just getting ripped apart on social media was the wet rag rule. Please explain. So they they want to allow pitchers to be able to keep a wet rag in their pocket as an alternative to constantly licking their fingers. Okay. <laughs> right? And that- so... You mean like when but then Nana- your pants get wet. <laughs> do you mean like when Nana so, uses a sponge to like turn the pages in a magazine? Yeah, or like what they do with envelopes, right? You know what I mean? Where they have that little the little sponge at the bank yeah. when they're counting money. I guess something like that. But they like, want that? But former uh, pitcher Jeff Nelson tweeted, good luck hitters, water won't be the only thing on that rag. 
That's so gross. That's so gross. That's so gross. What genius came up with that idea? Well, they're just trying to they're they're trying to stop people from licking things <laughs> that other people might touch. But I think that there's I think that there's a better way to word it rather than the wet rag rule. Yeah. What, what are you gonna say? What other words are you gonna use? I don't know. I don't know. Like, like they all sound weird. You can't say wet rag. No. But you right? can say you moist hanky. No. Like you, you can't. can't you no. Know, you can't even use the word no, moist. You just you just call it something else altogether. Right, you just you just like call the it some, rag. No, no, something else. You don't use the word rag. Oh, so okay. the don't lick. Right? No, just you, just something else altogether. Right? Like pitch assist. You know what I mean? We're allowing pitch assist tonight, and it's a wet rag in the guy's pocket. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I mean? With a sponge at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You don't call it the wet rag rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a joke! Okay. It's so, <laughs> it's, so dumb. It's so gross. So right? dumb. It's so gross. Meanwhile, you're allowed to sweat all over a ball. I know. That's so weird. Okay. Like, can you still spit? What's full that? contact. Can you yeah. still spit? I don't think so. Well, I'm, I'm sure all these leagues, right? Well, mainly hockey and baseball. These guys are spitting all the time. I'm sure that there's a rule now. Please refrain from spitting. Because what are they going to do? Give each player like their own spit bucket? Oh, so, gross. so what are they supposed to <laughs> swallow all that spit? <laughs> what, oh, got somebody's job to empty all them spit buckets at the end. How do you of the think night. they're gonna wet the rags? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Jenny Slate will no longer voice a black character on Big Mouth on Netflix. She announced on Instagram, and she says this. Uh, at the start of the show, I reasoned with myself because it was permissible for me to play Missy because her mom is Jewish and white, as my. But Missy is also black, and black characters on an animated show should be played by black people. She goes on to say, I acknowledge my own original reasoning was flawed. Uh, that is, that it existed as an example of white privilege and unjust allowances made within a system of societal white supremacy, and that I'm pl- and that me playing Missy, I was engaging in an act of erasing black people. And then also, okay. Kristen Bell will no longer be voicing a biracial character on the animated series Central Park. She says, uh, this is time to acknowledge our acts of complicity. Uh, Here is one of mine. So that was her stepping away from that character on Central Park. And these again were, and everybody's sort of like all up in arms about this, but these were their decisions to step away. And it's the personal reason and take it for that for whatever it is. Um, Question. Hey, Shem, come on here for a second. I don't mean to keep bringing you in here. Well, you don't like him? No, I love Sham. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Ron's hard to, <laughs> to be for a second. Damn, Damn bro. <laughs> Is this a case, Sham? Because there's been a lot of talk of blackface. We had scrubs and you got 30 Rock and everything else. Is this a case of something? Like, is this, a, is this black voice? Is that what this is? Hold on. <sighs> Look, for anybody who hasn't heard... Uh, Missy on Big Missy Mouth. Missy on Big Mouth. Which is Jenny Slate. Which is Den- Jenny Slate. This is what she sounds like. The book takes place during the Moorish rule in Spain. So there's this knight, Gustavo of Sadia, who falls in love with a Moorish princess, Fatima. Gustavo is Catholic, and she's Islamic, just and their like love is forbidden. Yeah, all I'm picturing is Jenny Slate Yeah, now. so it just yeah. sounds like Jenny Slate. So what's your take on this? Um, look, I, I think if you're playing a if, there's a... if there's a historically black character or... 
Um, I think it should be voiced by a black person. For example, like I wouldn't have a white person, you know, uh, be Rosa Parks or or voice Rosa Parks or voice. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. I if it's, and if it's animated, you if mean, it's animated, yes, yes okay. in an animated okay. sense, I, okay. I, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't have that. I, I don't. I you know I applaud Jenny Slate for for deciding to you know take a step back and let let a black voice step forward. I, I don't think. But it's do you think as, is it necessary though? Um, let me ask you, because here's mm-hmm. where I, I, I'm trying to play this out in my head. And I'm not saying that anybody's wrong. You make your own personal decisions. Jenny Slate can step away and her reasons are her reasons. I'm not saying that. But I'm trying to play this out to just sort of the lengths uh, that things will that things will go where you could make a reasonable argument. And I'm just wondering if we are now headed for, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing if this happens. I'm just saying prepare for it because we're going to be talking about this soon. Are we going to get to the point of where black characters on TV shows should only be written by black writers? The words that a black character on a TV show or a movie says, should those words only be able to be written by a black writer? Are we sort of going in that direction? Uh, I don't think so. I I, I do think it's important to at least have some representation in the room and, Mm -hmm. and consult you know, a black writer, like, you know, if, you, if you're going to be doing a piece on something historically black, let's say, I don't know, Malcolm X or whatever. Let's say right? not historically, because I agree with you on historically. Okay. Let's say completely farcical fictional. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't think it's necessary. To, yeah. I, I really I don't think it has to be written by uh, a black person. I do think that there needs to be, um, you need to write it with care, mm-hmm. right? You, you need You need to be... Um, very delicate about what you say and how you say it. I mean, I wouldn't just throw in stereotypical slang just because it's a black <laughs> character, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like what? You, you got, like what? Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, I can say What's it. up, my sister? <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's where you got to be careful. Like, you go, girl. <laughs> it's funny to me. It's funny to me because Big Mouth. It's like Big Mouth is the last show that I thought would like sort of you know enter into we can do better because that show is it's about filthy cool. children. Yeah, right? it's, it's crude, like, man. Yeah. Like it's not a cartoon you watch no. for, like with kids. Dude, we saw we saw Big Mouth because sometimes the box covers on Netflix look real cute. Yeah. Right. And I told Roxy, who's like scrolling through Netflix, and sometimes she'll accidentally wind up on my profile. I sat her down, I turned the TV off, I stared her right in the face, and I was like, that show looks like it's for you, but it's not. <laughs> She's like, but it's got like this funny looking monster on there. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, that, no, no, that no, show, no. That show is not uh, that show is not for you. That's when you have to put private settings yeah, on that and, particular title. Yeah. And do we go, because I wonder if this then becomes, and again, I'm not like saying that we shouldn't go here. I'm just wondering where things go, which is, you know, are, are gay actors only allowed to play gay characters? Because then if that's the case, what happens to a movie like Call Me By Your Name, where they're doing right. a sequel for that with Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer? Like I'm just wondering where sort of where this where this goes because I have a feeling we're going down that road. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling we're going down that road because it's going to get to a point where well, if you do it for this, you yeah. have to do it for that. Yeah. Or if you're doing it for this, why are you not doing it for that? Yeah. And if everybody agrees, I'm all for it, right? Like if yeah. everybody if everybody is on board and there's a way to do it and and you know, I don't know, but it just it just I don't I just to me, when it comes to those things, like I agree with you, Shem, like, you know, if it's a historical figure or whatever, or whatever it is, but, uh, but your opinion again on if it is just a, just an animated character in a show, 
your thoughts are? It's all good, bro. Okay. <laughs> I didn't write that. I didn't write that. <laughs> Just to be clear. I didn't write that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How you doing? How was your Father's Day yesterday? Uh, it was nice. Yeah? Yeah. It was real cool. Um, we just like did the exact same thing every single day of our lives that we've been doing, staying home. Right. Just spent some time outside, played with my son for a little bit, yeah. and, uh, and that was it. It was real nice. How about yeah. you guys? Uh, yeah, we chilled. We, we jumped in the pool for a little while, and then... Oh, we had a water balloon fight. Oh, yeah. Those are always fun. And uh-huh. we bought those water balloons that you just like plug the hose into and then it fills like 40 balloons all at once. Yeah, you get those packs at Costco. Yeah, and let me tell you something. The, one, those things hurt when you get hit with them. Because it's and a two, thicker rubber. They, 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 <laughs> they, they rarely break when they actually hit a person. Uh-huh. It just feels like you're getting hit with a ball and then it hits the ground and breaks and then it just gets your feet wet. Yeah. Yeah, those things are awesome, though. Yeah, they hurt, man. Yeah, well, whatever. I whipped one at Catherine. Don't worry. Like, I didn't get hurt. What I mean is I was like, I was hurting I was hurting the girls with them. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like throwing it with all my might to try and break it, but not realizing that I'm just throwing it at Catherine. Yeah. Right? Like, and then I have a sense of accomplishment when I, you know, when one bursts on her. And then she lifts up the side of her dress and there's like a huge <gasps> welt. Yeah. You oh might, my, you no might as well shoot her with a paint gun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's next. Yeah. So. <laughs> We, that's this weekend. Yeah, we did that. Um, yeah, no, it was uh, it was great. Maury, which uh, which daddy in your DMs did you uh, decide to wish a happy Father's Day to yesterday? Oh, my husband for our our son. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Because what, what about now, what about all the other daddies? Parents. What about all the other daddies you talk to more? Okay, in truth, I did say that to a few people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like how many? What's a few? Like five people. I'm like, happy could, Father's Day, Daddy. Uh, yeah, exactly. I can all only, on DMs. Does Matthew know about this? Like the messages? I mean, it's all in fun. So if it's all yeah. in fun, why don't you tell them? Yeah. What's yeah? Explain to me. Explain to us right now. So if Matthew ever confronts me, I will have an explanation. I appreciate it. Okay. So explain to me how it is all in good fun to um, DM a Instagram model and say uh, Happy Father's Day, Daddy. <laughs> Well, because, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> you wow, you folded fast, man. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the team's out in Florida. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. Raptors got on a plane, huh? Yep, they're all at Disney now. Wow, and they get, uh, and they get tested today, don't they? Yeah, every single person. Everyone in the NBA, when they show up, they all got to get tested, make sure that uh, things are good for the start of the season. Yeah. Um, baseball is a mess. They, but they can just force them to play, though, right? They can force them. Yeah. But I love how at the beginning it was like, we're going to do 110 oh. games. And then it was like 90 <laughs> games. And then 85, 80, 70. Yeah. And I think it's in and around... 60. Yeah, 60 or 65 or something like that. They still can't agree, both sides. I know, it's crazy. It's Uh, nuts. And I I don't don't feel good about baseball right now. Me neither. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's just something. Everybody else seemed to be moving in the same direction. Basketball and hockey and even NASCAR got it together. Yeah. You know? Um, But 
there's something with baseball right now where people just seem very angry at the idea that they're going to have to play baseball. And not that they're going to have to play baseball. I'm sure they all love playing baseball. But there's so much other stuff going on in these negotiations that they're almost at the point now where they're forcing people. And that just doesn't feel right. No. Where they're just going to call you know, the beginning of the season, you better show up. It just or doesn't else. seem right in these times to me. I know. It really doesn't. Like, and you, you look know, at the numbers. You know friendships have been broken, right? Yeah, and you look at the numbers of the new COVID cases in America. America's a mess right oh, now. Oh, dude, in Florida too. Like God, I'm, I know. Who had the bright idea, you idiots, of moving everything to Florida? All the basketball players are there. All the baseball players are there. And I know that they're there. all safe because they're all in this like one Disney complex, right? They're all there. They're in a, a, this what you would think is a secure area. Yeah. But the numbers in Florida have just been going up and up and up and up every single day. But all, but there are people who go in and out of that area every day <sighs> who know. are not quarantined in that area every day. That's a scary and, thing. And you're walking out into Florida and parts of Florida that the numbers it's like the are... Walking dead. Yes, yes. You come back a zombie. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're sitting there, you're giving LeBron James a water bottle and you look down your hand's gray. You're like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? I'm sorry, King oh, James. No. I'm so sorry, bro. Yes. <laughs> right? Like, it's not a good thing, man. I'm sorry, King. <laughs> I didn't mean to. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a, uh, there's a bar in Florida that the governor... As the governor was like urging people because they had a huge one day spike in Florida. Yeah. Right? Florida's a mess right now. And they can't contain the people. In the Orlando. People out there in Orlando. Wild, man. In Orlando. Where are all the basketball players right now? They're all going to okay, Orlando. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Orlando. Right. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. What about the baseball players? Baseball so, Zach? The Knights Pub in Orlando became the first bar in Florida to have its liquor license yanked for failing to enforce coronavirus restrictions. This resulted in 13 employees and 28 patrons testing positive. Wow. State health officials said that the bar has been linked to 152 coronavirus cases. Holy cow. Stupid idiots. Since Monday, they've had 100,000 new coronavirus cases in Florida. Monday, damn. Sorry, 6,500 like- 6, new cases since mon- on Monday and Tuesday. 100,000 in total. So, in like, Florida. just shut the place down completely. Yeah, yeah right? Florida's a mess. I don't know how they're going to contain. The problem is that in... Everything over there. In America, it is a... It's always been a political issue. And I, and I don't mean, like, we don't believe it exists. It's, it's not that kind of political issue. The issue is that if a governor says, uh, hey, we're putting stay-home orders in effect... Like everybody else should. Like we did here, like other countries have done, New Zealand, which had great results. But the problem in America is that as soon as a governor says, we're going to implement, we're shutting down businesses and we're telling people to stay home. What winds up happening is then that then goes to the state's courts, that decision. Mm -hmm. And then some jabroni judge overturns the decision. You can't do that. You can't do that. Right? And that's what happens. That's what happens in America, and that's why you have these numbers, and then all the protests and everything else, and just, it's incredible. Wow. It's incredible, but oh my God, all the basketball players are in Orlando. 
Don't go. What's the name or, of that bar? Don't go to that bar. Well, it's closed down. Well, you, I mean, no, they lost their liquor license. Don't go there for lunch. <laughs> okay. I don't care. They're probably going to do a huge advertising blitz right now. I don't yeah. care what you hear we got about the fish tacos. <laughs> Okay? <laughs> do not go to the yeah. Knights Pub in Orlando, Florida for yeah, lunch. Two for one hot dogs. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. He's a Grammy Award winner, Tony Award winner, Glad Award winner, and Primetime Emmy Award winner for his hit show Pose, which may or may not be back for season three. We're going to find out from him in just a few minutes. He's got a new song out right now called Finally Ready, and it sounds like this. I don't need us to see. To the Ross and Mocha Show, the one, the only, Billy Porter. What's going on? Good morning. <laughs> oh, man. We've been waiting forever to speak with you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You were hosting our, our Pride Papa playlist. Uh, that aired on Tuesday. Got such a huge, huge, huge reaction. It did? Yeah. Oh, oh dude. God. It blew up in this city. When we start talking, when we start talking pride, and we start talking anthems, right? There has to be yeah. one song that immediately comes to your head before all the others. What is that one track? Oh, you know I don't like this game because yes, there are you do. so many tracks. <laughs> there are so many tracks. I would say, um, oh Lord, you make me feel my real. Uh. <laughs> and so you're digging. I mean, it's so obvious, but yes, that's the choice. Yeah, because we all have that song. I think that no matter how sick you are, what your temperature is, how lonely you're feeling, you just got dumped, all this other stuff. Every single person has one song that will always, no matter how you're feeling, get you up to dance. Make me feel mighty real. That one. <laughs> that one. Yes, sir. <laughs> and how are you celebrating Pride uh, this weekend? You know, Pride is not canceled. Nope. I'm actually um, spending time with my husband. You know, we have rented houses for the summer outside of the city. I actually have diabetes, so I really have to be careful because I'm one of the, the groups that um, doesn't do very well with COVID. So mm -hmm. um, we actually have to move to another house on Sunday. So at the beginning of the day, I'm doing that. And then the rest of the day, I'm hanging out with my hubby. Nice. When did you when did you put together Finally Ready? How did this song come into your life? So last year, I did a single um, called Love Yourself. And I really was thinking about how I wanted to re-enter the music business uh, on, on, on a mainstream level. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but I had a, you know, I had an R&B record deal in the 90s. My album came out in 1997, Billy Porter Untitled. Um, I had a big song in the first Wives Club soundtrack love is on the way um and i just haven't really you know i was just trying to figure out now that i have an audience and a base from a different area like how could i re-enter the music industry and say what i really want to say and so um i'm moving into this dance disco thing it's you know it's always been a space of positivity for me you know when we were mm -hmm. when we were living through the age crisis the club was where you went to get energy to have community, to heal. So um, that's where Finally Ready came from. And, you know, the lyric is really about understanding what love is finally. You know, for those of us who lived through that, we didn't really know what, we didn't really understand what love was. It was way too traumatic. Um, and now we do, and I'm here I am in this marriage and with the love of my life. And, you know, how do you receive it? 
when you never knew what it was to begin with, what it looked like to begin with. And so um, that's what the song is about. That's the perspective. And um, I'm just really excited to put it out into the world. I love that. Billy Porter is on the Raza Moga Show. Um, Post season three, what is happening? Like, is it happening? Is it not anymore? What have you heard? Um, It is going to be happening. It is on Pose. I'm sorry, it is on pause. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> wow. um, it is on pause just like everybody else. Um, but there will be a season three as soon as we can come back and come back safely. And are you directing everything in season three or just a couple of episodes? I'm just directing one episode. Okay. Uh, your fashion sense is like when you show up anywhere, nobody's, everybody else is playing for second. We all know that. <laughs> one, one of the things with COVID is everybody, big stars included, sort of embraced the week-long jogging pant. And, you know, yeah. the, the, right? Did you buy into that or was this difficult for you? Was, this, was it difficult to still be fabulous in quarantine? <laughs> I ain't trying to be fabulous in quarantine. Okay. We're in quarantine. We're in reset mode. You know, I've taken this time to reset. I've taken this time to learn about self-care and boundaries and balance. And the balance for me right now is to be in as relaxed clothing as I can. You know, I got a pair, my pair of, um, my pair of sweatpants. Are Yoji Yamamoto. They're not really sweatpants, but they're, oh, here we go. You know, but they're, you know, they are free. They are flowing, and I do wear them every day. Okay, I was going to say, how long have you gone? What's the longest number of days you've gone with those same pants on? Uh, probably about two weeks. Nice. Oh, there, there you go. go. There go. <laughs> uh, our producer, Dammit Mori, is, uh, is in the room with us right now, Billy, and he, he wants to say something. I just want to say yeah. I got to work with Billy Porter on the pop-up playlist behind the scenes. Yeah. This was a dream come true. I'm going to cry. Oh, Billy's crying. Oh, <laughs> He's crying. You make, you make gay being fun so fun. You make you are such a cheerleader for us. You you are a role model and I love you. I love you back. Oh, Can Billy I Boy. please have the 20 bucks back I spent on the cameo for you? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Need a man alone, Maury. Come on, bro. I'll give it to you next time. I'll give it to you next time I see you in person. We got it. Okay, if you could say what the category was for how you're feeling right now in the pop-up playlist in Pride, what is the category, Billy Porter? The category is love. Hey, I love that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Alan, it's Roz and Mocha. What up? What up? How are you, man? I'm doing okay. How are you guys? Good, buddy. So you wrote us this. Ron Samoka fixed my life. I'm going to be a first-time parent. Hey! Congratulations, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm also Thanks, a brother. big sneakerhead. I'm, I'm torn on wanting to buy all sorts of cool sneakers for the baby uh, that it'll probably wear for three weeks or, you know, not. Alan? <laughs> Roz, you mind if I just yeah. jump in real quick? Go ahead. So, Alan. Yes, sir. You are me in the past, or I am you in the future. Yes. I'm about to tell you something right now, okay? Okay. I'm because listening. I thought the exact same thing. Oh, I remember these conversations. You and I had these conversations. When we found out that Jenna was pregnant with Cruz, and in my mind, like you, Alan, I thought, me being a big sneakerhead, mm-hmm. my kid is going to be in the cleanest Bald out kicks from the day he's born. Yep. So 
I had bought Timberlands for him, like baby Tims, <laughs> mm-hmm. the ones that look like socks, right? And yeah. then I got another set of Tims for him. And then I think we were gifted quite a few uh, little Jordans. Oh, that's uh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Don't do it. I am you in the future. Don't do it because yeah. <laughs> that kid does not care about your kicks. All right. Yep. And they grow so quickly. And also, they don't like having things on their feet, like socks they'll tolerate, but putting like mm-hmm. big, bulky sneakers that'll weigh their little legs down. Don't do yep. it, man, because you're going to waste your money. Oh. You're just doing it for the gram. Don't do it, man. I- <laughs> You're doing it for the pics, mm-hmm. all right? Yeah. Nobody else cares. And I know it's like the super cute thing to do. You know, the the kids in the in like the little baby Jordan 3s or Jordan 4s or whatever. But uh, yeah. you'll just be wasting your money. And then like months down the road, you're going to be looking at these cute little kicks that like the kid wore for literally 30 seconds. And you're like, why did I spend my money on this? Oh, man, that's a hard pill to swallow. Okay, bro. Babies don't yeah. want to wear shoes. Yeah. <laughs> They don't. Yes, Rob. And I know, and I know, here's the thing is that you have it in your head that, you know, oh my God, you know, the kid's going to wear these shoes and then we're going to keep them. And then when like the kid's older, we're going to have these like super cool, you know, shoes that like the kid wore. Those things that you hang on to for sentimental reasons, uh, Mm -hmm. they only mean something when they meant something to the kid. Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. That's fair advice. Okay. okay. And like, you know, you're going to, you're going to get to the point of where you're going to be hanging on to a lot of things because your kid, it just meant something to them and then they're going to be attached to it and they don't want to let it go. So you're going to start packing away all this stuff that means so much to your kid. That kid will never look at a pair of mini Jordans and go, I want to keep those. Oh, okay. So it's, it's literally (laughs) that that's literally forcing something uh, to be sentimental for the sake of your own hobby. And it's, it means nothing. They will never mean anything to the kid. Never. And guess what? When they don't mean something to the kid after you become a parent, they will mean nothing to you either. Yo, Alan, pro pro tip. Okay. Here's what you do. Yeah, I'm listening. When stores are opened up again, you just head on over to Foot Locker with the baby, right? And then yeah. you get some of the kicks that are there, like up on the wall or whatever. Yeah. And you you just put them on the baby. Just try, quote unquote, try them on. Yeah. Snap your pick and then put everything back. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so like, so fake it for the ground? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Life hack for you, Alan. No, honestly, bro, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Like, I know it seems like a super cute idea and uh, and you're like real pumped about it because you're into sneakers and you're hoping that your kid gets into sneakers. But I would just say... Be very cautious with this. No, but I'll tell you, you know what else sucks, dude? As a parent, and I'm sure, Mocha, you have far more recent experience than this, is that you don't want as a parent, when you have a lot of stuff going on, you're going to be on the sidewalk, you're going to be in the mall, you're going to be in a parking lot, and the last thing you want to do is look down and go, oh, God, where's your other shoe? (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, take that stress out of your life, right? You don't don't need that kind of stress. If your kid ain't walking, but don't get me wrong, this isn't just about... Uh, you know, shoes and cool shoes and everything else because I know that I goofed on Mocha and that's his interest and everything. I would say the same thing if you were really into cowboy hats. Right. <laughs> okay? Like, okay, your newborn doesn't want to wear a cowboy hat. <laughs> that's fair. My wife is looking at me saying, yeah, listen to them. Don't buy this stuff. Yeah. Yes. See? All right. You didn't yes. already yeah. buy stuff, did you? I bought, a, I bought two pairs, but that'll be it. 
Okay. What'd you get? Right. What'd you get? <laughs> I got the, I got a pair of Jordans. Oh, which ones? Which ones? Uh, I got a pair of uh, one. Oh, what color? Black? Uh, black and red. Oh, good choice, so, my man. Mo- Mocha, where's the yeah. where's the the little tiny Timberlands that you bought all those years ago? Now, I actually put them back in the box, and they're in the basement. Yeah, yeah. And how, and how long are they going to be in the box in the basement for? Until Cruz says, "I don't care about them," and yeah. throw them away. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I think. I think. Honestly, I think he literally wore them once. Yeah. Ooh. No, yeah. he didn't wear that them hurts. once. You put them on him once. That is There's a more a accurate statement. Yes. 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 <laughs> Does that help, Alan? Yeah, man. We're, we're, we're good. All, All right, right, brother. Bro. Yo, what are your favorite uh, favorite Jordans? Ooh, I, I'm a huge fan of the 11s. Oh, really? The 11s. Yeah. yeah, I like the 11s and I like the 4s. Oh, okay. Fours, fours are my all-time second. favorite. I really enjoy the threes, though. Yeah, oh, man. We could talk about this for hours. Are Mocha. you guys just making stuff up right now? No, I swear. No. These are the, real you, models. Like, each of you know what each other's talking about. Yes. Really, yeah. huh? Yeah. Jordan yeah, fours so are my all-time favorite, bro. Wow. Yeah, that cage is beautiful on a Ooh, four, man. <laughs> baby. Anyway. <laughs> hey, you know what you should do? You should get Jordan fours for your kid. Like six pair. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're just telling me to do the thing I want to do, man. No, dude. Come on. Listen to Mocha. Uh, all right, brother. Thanks so much, Alan. Thanks, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The day to celebrate today, guys. Why? What's going on? Phase two. Oh, yeah, that's right. What does that mean? Do we have to dress differently now? Yes. Ah, hell. It's in the rules. I'm like, I'm so frazzled because I'm going through everything on the list. Oh, that's open. That's open, and I'm like trying to highlight so we can get all the information out, but... You know what I want to know? Tell me. I'll I'll tell you if it's on the list. No, I want to know, yesterday, you always know what's trending on social because you can see it and they list it. What I want to know is the data from phone calls and text messages yesterday that were flying across this city Uh that had the word roots in it. Because that is all anybody did yesterday was try and get an appointment to get their roots done. You know what's so funny? You mentioned that? that? Yeah. Because I saw somebody on (laughs) IG stories yesterday. Yeah. And she was wearing a mask. And she said, on my way to, or booked an appointment, uh, bye-bye roots or something like that. Oh my God, dude. It is like, Catherine was talking to her ma. And her ma thought that she got her hair died and Catherine's like no that's the gray like it oh, like no. yeah <laughs> yeah because Catherine didn't get her hair done it since before march yeah. right and then she was even going into march break so there's a lot of people that had like already lapsed yeah on what they were getting done with their roots but uh, i know like I, in our like, in our area like where we live um yeah. we entered phase two last week so jenna right, was already right. able to make oh, her appointment gotcha. but like at the places she goes to they are like booked Weeks That's, and weeks and weeks out. Yeah. So she's not, She her appointment isn't until for like another three weeks. Really? Same. I um, tried calling the salon I go to, the barber shop, yeah. and I can't get an appointment to, for two weeks. Here's, why did Because they started a list yeah. of their VIP clients yeah. a long time ago. So let me tell you, in March, in March, yeah. right after March break happened, so uh-huh. second week of quarantine, I called my hairdresser and I was like, hey, listen, whenever you are able to work again, because I will forget. Uh-huh. Whenever they say go, all you do is either just book me in at 11 a.m. on that Friday or that Monday, uh-huh. <laughs> whichever's closer. And, they, and she wrote, get, she wrote, yeah, she wrote me yesterday. She's like, do you want Friday or Monday? Oh, perfect. <laughs> and I was like, let's go with Monday. Let's go, let's go a week from today. Because yeah. I'm kind of happy Fresh. with my long hair right now. Um, but yeah, but, but, but I don't for, have to dye, for, dye my hair though anymore. For barbers, one thing I was reading, 
and I actually reached out to to my barber to find out if this is true or not. Yeah. Um, but they can't do for guys. They can't do any uh, beard trimmings anymore. No. Huh? For the next little while. No, it's haircuts yeah. only. What about they can trim around your mask though, can't they? Like if you put a mask on and there's hair sticking up over the cheek, they can trim that off, right? If not, if it's close to the mouth of the nose. No, you can trim around a mask. What about you should ears? be able to. Uh, my guy does my ears. Can he do my ears? Probably not. Like he usually uh, trims the inside. Uh, oh, that's poor so man. gross. Yeah. That poor man. I hope you pay no him well. No wonder you don't get a phone call. Yeah. To go in sale. <laughs> yeah, Maury, everybody out here dying. And Maury is like frustrated because he can't book an appointment with his ear trim guy. <laughs> that's a lot of hair too. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, baseball's back. Hey. Be out to the ball game. Take me out oh, to the Hung? crowd. Yeah. Buy me some penis and cracker jacks. <laughs> I don't care if I never get back. It's time to root. Root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, Three strikes you out at the old ball game. Yo, forever a classic. Forever a classic. I'm pretty sure that was from forever ago at uh, Rogers Center when it was known as Skydome in Toronto. And William Hung became famous and viral the hard way without Twitter. I know. I know he right? really did. That was without Twitter and before um, before YouTube. That was uh, no no no. YouTube was around, I believe. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Not around the time. No no. Not no, at, no, no. at the level that it's at right no, now. No no. Right? He, he had to, like you had to work hard to be you know a, like a sort of regular civilian and break into fame that way. Especially to go viral. It was very difficult to go viral. Especially with a line like this. Buy me some penis <laughs> and cracker jacks. That poor what? kid. Yeah, he did all right for himself, though. Um, so spring training. Capitalized on it. For baseball, officially will start July 1st. And uh, we're getting 60 games that will kick off either July 23rd or 24th. Ooh. Um. Each team will face uh, its divisional opponent 40 times plus another 20 interleague games. Um, Symptom and exposure questionnaires and testing are required for every player as they report to camp. Their testing testing includes uh, for COVID-19, of course, and blood work as well as uh, temperatures. How often are they testing, I wonder? Is it every day? Is it every other day? Is it once a week? Like, what's the what's the amount of tests? And do you have to get that thing in your nose every day, or is there now a better way, an easier way, faster way to test? No, I think it's. I, I stopped paying attention to how they test for coronavirus after I watched anytime that first showed, video. Every time they show it on the news, they always show people getting it up the nose. Yeah, it's deep too. Sucks. And also, get this: during games, players and managers cannot come within six feet of an umpire if they want clarification on a call, or they could be ejected or suspended. The other thing that God, what a mess I haven't... that's going to be when people start getting thrown out of the game for being too close to somebody. It's going to be crazy. But how are they going to run each team in a bullpen? 
Well, I are think players going to have to wait in the dressing room or are they going to have to sit in seats socially distanced in the hallway leading out to the ballpark? <laughs> I don't know. It's so stupid. Right? And then you know. have your, your player at bat and then you have your player warming up. Yeah. No, I think it's fine. Away, no. And then like... The no. manager and maybe two other players. No, it's fine because it's it's all you're playing. Pen? You're playing by different rules. They're just they just want to make sure that nobody on the team tests positive, and if nobody on the team tests positive, um, then they're all just sitting together. The, the the players aren't social distancing at all. You can't. How do you they tag just create, somebody? Create a create a, po- uh, a pod. Yeah, right? like Your somebody bubble, sorry. somebody slides into second, and somebody like go. I would have got him because you're not allowed to touch him. Yeah, right? I saw you first. I, yeah, <laughs> I had the ball in my hand in my mitt in my glove, and I saw you. Yeah, yeah. So no, I think they're just going to test all the players, make sure everybody's uh, negative or positively towards the negative. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's probably my favorite line from Donald Trump. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I tested positively towards the negative. (laughs) (laughs) I think they just want to make sure that that happens, and then after that, they're just going to play baseball. Well, we're happy baseball is back. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Okay, Roz, are you ready? I am ready. Dan Mori, are you ready? Yes. This is five in seven. Oh, yes. Five and seven. Everybody loves this game. Ross and Mocha original. Been doing it for years. I uh, could not pass up this request. Normally we don't do sort of themed five and sevens. But we got a request from Mikhail Yassin on Instagram who said, can you do a grammar version of five and seven? Okay, bye now. Uh, so Maury. How are you feeling about an all-grammar version of 5 and 7? 5 and 7, by the way, if this is the first time you're hearing it, it's a very simple game. We asked Dammit Maury to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. If Maury gets the answer wrong, he'll be hit with this. Uh, loser. If he gets the answer right, he'll be hit with this. Winner. And I think winner has happened like maybe twice in the history of the show. Right. Maybe. Uh, Dammit Maury, are you ready? Okay. Wait, do you want to start easy or do you want to start hard? Um, let's go easy. <laughs> okay. Damn it, Maury. Mm-hmm. Name five verbs. Okay, I have a question. Okay. Stop. Loser. <laughs> yeah? yeah? Can we start easy? That is easy. That is easy. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh. Ask the question again. Damn it, Maury. Oh, no. Name five verbs. Okay, I'm just going to go out of limb here. Um, horse, cat, dog. Car, bicycle, lose. You didn't say a name like just five generic things. Okay, not one of those, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, traditionally, Maury, verbs are like action words, like uh, oh, like swim, things. fight, read, work, call, those types of things. Okay. Okay, moving on. Oh, damn, I was going to just say the words you just gave no. me. <laughs> damn it, Maury. Name five compound words. Okay. Um... Um, compound words. Okay, dog, cat, uh, <laughs> like small words. Again, <laughs> like a dog cat? <laughs> small words, smaller words, compounded words. No, compound words are when... Do you mean compact? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> Name five compact words. Totally, mo- mocha, no, that's totally I, what I was no, thinking. No, 
Compound words are when you take two individual words and you put them together to create one new word. Oh, like very hungry. <laughs> no. Or dumbass. No, no. Like sunflower. Oh, because there's a sun and there's a flower. Right, like eyeballs. You have eyes and balls. Right. <laughs> okay, next question. Next question. Maury. <laughs> Name five homophones. Oh, okay. Billy Porter. Um, Todrick Hall. Um, excuse me. Who are you naming? Homophone, like gay people. <laughs> okay. Do you know what a homophone is? No. No. What, what do you think it is? Oh, French words. <laughs> okay, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Damn it, Maury. Name five homophones. <laughs> okay. Je m'appelle, um, toilette, um... Uh, um, Putin, uh, Jundi. Okay, a homophone, by the way, are words that uh, sound the same, that are pronounced the same, but have two different meanings. Oh, like bat, flying in baseball. Yeah, match. Okay, yes, mat, train. Yes, ring. Yes. Okay. Also, can I just point out when Maury first started giving his answer, yes. naming, um, what were you trying to name? Uh, gay people? Right. <laughs> he was still stumbling with that and only came up with two. I know. I know. You're the area where you should excel. Okay, uh, finally, we'll wrap it up with I've this. I've not gotten one. <laughs> I've not gotten one? Maury, we're doing an all-grammar-themed five and seven, and you just said, I've not gotten one. Okay, here we go. Finally, to wrap it up, we will do this. Damn it, Maury. Mm -hmm. Name five three-letter palindromes. Ooh, palindromes. Palindromes. Wait, uh, three letters of them. <laughs> okay, Maury, I will, I will give you the definition of a palindrome. What do you think a palindrome is? Something to do with colors. Correct. Okay, so a palindrome, Maury, is a word that is spelt the same forward as it is backwards. Ohio. No. <laughs> <laughs> what color is Ohio? Okay, okay Maury. So, Maury, now that you know that uh, a palindrome is a word that is spelt the same forward as it is backwards, uh, we're making it very easy to say name five three-letter palindromes. Go. Bob. <laughs> Loser. Okay. It's three letters, man. Okay. Um, I. Oh, not. Okay. E-Y-E. Yes. Um, pop. Yes. Gig. Yes. Dad. Yeah, Bob. Bob. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget Bob. <laughs> ah, and that's how you play five and seven. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ready for some more fun? <laughs> Always. Okay. Do I look like a guy who's not ready for fun? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should be a little bit more enthusiastic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, kids write jokes on Twitter. Oh, no. One of my favorite <laughs> accounts. They accept jokes written by kids and uh, just post them up the way they were written. Right. So terrible grammar, terrible spelling. No punchline. No punchline. Terrible jokes in general. For example, what is a fish with a sausage? What? A baked fish on holiday. <laughs> why are helicopter blades outside? <laughs> okay, why? Won't the inside sweat? <laughs> oh, God. What do you call a tomato that has dots on it? What? 
a potato. <laughs> this one, more of a statement than a joke? Uh-huh. Than like a setup and punchline? My eyes flew out when I was eating taco on the toilet. <laughs> what do you do if you're standing outside and you're bored? What? Go inside. Yeah, okay. What did the ball say to the girl? <laughs> what? Nothing. Bananas don't talk. <laughs> okay. I need to take a breath. Hold on a second. These are coming at me fast here. How do you break your ears while falling down the stairs? How? You fall, and if they don't break, just keep bashing your ears. Okay, of course. <laughs> if sugar money was real, then there would be none left. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? A gorilla. A gorilla who? Toby. Oh. A cow goes to the pub, and the man said, do you want a pint of water? The cow said no. How did the cat... Hold on, wait a second. Wait what? a second. That was the joke. That was a joke. Please reread that. A cow goes to the pub and the man said, do you want a pint of water? Mm -hmm. The cow said no. Okay. <laughs> How did the cat chase the dog? Oh. It took a bus. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Oh, by the way, this is uh, Kids Write Jokes yeah. on, uh, on Twitter. And this will be the last one. Okay. Finally. Knock, knock. Who's there? Barbecue chicken to the rescue! Barbecue chicken to the rescue who? No, that's it. Oh. <laughs> Barbecue chicken to the rescue! This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Very well, happy Pride. Happy, happy pride. pride. Let's all agree to try our best not to speak moistly right now. <laughs> well, I'm uh, glad I've been a safe distance from you then. Wow. Uh, so listen, let's talk about Pride. Of course, much like uh, a lot of events happening, or lack of, not happening across the country, uh, Pride is now a virtual event. What will your involvement be this, uh, this weekend? Uh, I have uh, recorded a whole bunch of videos. I'm, uh, you know, trying to uh, uh, make sure that uh, as many people are, are supporting virtually as possible. This is a, a difficult situation for everyone. We've all had to adjust, but it, it is something I'm going to miss deeply, uh, not being in uh, in uh, a whole bunch of different prides across the country over the uh, over the course of the summer. I think one of the things that we have to recognize is this this virtual uh, phase we're in is not the same as being there for each other and. For Far too many people are uh, cut off from their support networks, particularly if you're a, a teenager living at home and uh, not exactly a supportive environment around you. Uh, you don't have access to the kinds of support networks you usually do. So people really need to know that we're there for each other. Um, the, the reason it is virtual is because, of course, we're all in the middle of COVID. The big story today, and I want to get your take on this, is that the proportion of Canadian COVID-19 deaths in long-term care facilities is about twice the average rates from other developed nations. And this is the brutal number. Long-term care residents made up 81% of all reported COVID deaths in Canada compared to an average of just 42% in other countries. I know last month you said that everything is on the table, but given these numbers today and with all the talk of a second wave. What are you doing today to make sure that our seniors are safe because this is an emergency? Well, today, like uh, every week, I will be sitting down with the premiers uh, virtually and talking about this. Uh, we have put on the table about $14 billion, uh, including uh, significant amounts of money to help them get the long-term care uh, situation under control. Uh, obviously, it is a terrible tragedy. Uh, the federal government doesn't have direct responsibility for it, but we want to be supportive. Uh, the provinces have really, really struggled in terms of providing the right kind of care, as we saw from those 
uh, damning reports out of uh, Quebec and Ontario. Um, but we need to do better right across the country, and uh, these are the things that we'll be talking about tonight and encouraging the provinces to actually uh, take the money that the federal government wants to send them uh, to help in long-term care facilities. Should this not be a federal issue, though, like like what like what health care is in this country? But health care is not a federal uh, delivery issue. Health care is a provincial delivery. No, what, I, what I mean is we all we all get it right mm-hmm. we all we all get it we all know that we're going to be looked after that our governments are going to take care of us and yep. then there's just a problem in canada where once you reach a certain age you get put in a home and we expect great care and i just don't know if this is something that should be sort of parsed away where i don't know what the bigger solution is is there a bigger solution is there a sort of universal fix because i well, just really get the feeling that like we're failing people well, I, I absolutely agree. There are provinces that are doing better than others, and I think we do need to look at the decisions that provincial governments have made over the past uh, past number of years and, and decades uh, on delivery of, uh, of services to, uh, to seniors. Uh, yes, the federal government uh, can do more around setting standards, and we've talked about that. Uh, we've even talked about maybe bringing uh, national care under the, the, the uh, sorry, uh, seniors care under the uh, the uh, National Health Act, mm-hmm. um, but but you know those are big steps that we will take in conversation or, or talk about in conversation with uh, with the provinces. But certainly something absolutely has to change. We cannot uh, continue to uh, to make to to not properly take care of our seniors. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is on the Roz and Mocha show. Uh, I want to ask you about our borders because realistically, um, how long? Can we keep our borders closed from the U.S.? Because you see the numbers, especially today. California has gone up. uh, Texas has gone up. Florida is like through the roof. And I know that there is a specific end date to to, the borders being closed. But how long can we extend that? Like, are we talking months and months until the end of the year? What have those discussions been like? Well, they've they've been very positive. The Americans understand that you know that there is an interest in keeping these borders closed to non-essential travel, and we've been renewing those uh, month by month. And we will uh, continue to look at the situation. But our top responsibility is to keep Canadians safe, and uh, we will continue to do what's necessary. Um, in the I, one of the things that we're proud of up here is the amount of quality television and film that is shot uh, from production companies all over the world in Canada. And there's an insurance issue right now and that is new productions can't get insurance that covers them for a COVID lockdown they can't take that loss and so current productions can still come back but the the idea of new productions and I know that they've asked you guys to sort of set up I don't even know what it would be like they would pay into an insurance type thing that was run by the government that you guys would cover off certain expenditures if, if people did need to uh, shut down because of COVID. What is, is that going to happen? Well, listen, as, as you say, it's still very much uh, uncertain. We understand how uh, important the cultural industry is in Canada. and We've done massive amounts to support um, <clears throat> artists, and uh, and uh, uh, writers and, uh, and and you know the, the production uh, uh, of creative content across this country and we're going to continue to we'll look at uh, various challenges on that.
Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, uh, one final question for you. What is your, your message to all Canadians listening right now who have been in lockdown and following the rules uh, and those who you know may not believe in the pandemic or those who are just like completely fed up of staying indoors and just wanting to be outside, wanting to be with their friends, with their families, outside of these social kind of circles, the bubbles that they've created right now? Because there is a lot of frustration across the country. Listen, I mean, I think uh, uh, <clears throat> people behaved extraordinarily well which allowed us to flatten the curve and nobody wants to go back into lockdown so uh, people have to be, be smart about the choices they make yes uh, we've been able to loosen a whole bunch of the restrictions but if a second wave uh, hits us once again we're going to have to tighten up again so being really really smart and careful about what we do is going to be key uh, to making it through the rest of this year without uh, having to uh, to shut down again. I mean, this is unlike many global crises where people feel powerless to make a difference. Every single Canadian has an ability to affect the course of this crisis in Canada uh, by the choices they make. And, you know, Canadians, for the most part, have been extraordinary about, uh, about you know, doing the right things, which has allowed us to flatten the curve. And we just have to keep it up and stay smart. And uh, I know we've said this about John Tory, who's our mayor, and uh, Doug Ford, who is the premier, and uh, you as the prime minister. I know all of you guys don't always agree on everything, but I think that when it came to COVID, that the honesty that sort of the three of you uh, sort of displayed and got everybody through it. I think that we can all be proud of it. And I think that people from other places in the world look at the way possibly three people who do not agree on everything managed to get millions of people through this. So thank you for that. No, listen, it's a reflection of, of who Canadians are. I mean, Canadians pull together and support our neighbors in a time of crisis and uh, leaders get to uh, get the, the, the opportunity uh, to reflect that back to Canadians at the highest levels. We're, we're all lucky to be serving this country at this time. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, we know you're super busy. Thank you very much for taking time uh, out of your day to join us on the Raza Mocha Show. When we're all out of this, will you come back on this show and do Speaking <laughs> Moistly live? <laughs> we'll have to see. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs> I'm, telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. Like, that would be the thing that, like, if we all get out of this, that would be the way to do it. That's, Listen, that's what, the whatever motivates you to do the right thing, just cling to that. that? <laughs> Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, everybody. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks, guys. Happy Pride. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We should hang out on Saturday. Yeah, and do what? Go to the islands, baby. Oh, that's a Maury thing. The Toronto Islands. God, if you and I went to the island without Maury, oh, come on in here, Maury. You can see the islands from your condo, right? Actually, no, you can't. Can you? No. no. Oh. But we this is the, the Toronto Island is our life. We yeah. go to Wards Island all the time. Yeah. So big announcement today at eight AM, uh John Tory doing uh the rounds this morning on TV and uh radio shows, uh telling people what they can expect and what is happening with that island on Saturday. Well the great news is that we have been restricted for a number of reasons that related to both public health and to federal regulations that restrict the uh capacity of the ferries. In other words, how many people you can put on one of the island ferries. We just haven't been operating them. And so we're going to resume ferry service and I will uh, with the councillors Cressy and Pasternak announce 
announced that this morning. Uh, we're going to resume it on June 27th, which is Saturday. Uh, but things will be different uh, because uh, we still can't operate the ferries at full capacity for reasons of uh, virus uh, containment. And so they will be limited in capacity, which means uh, unusually you will by and large have to buy a ticket and online in advance. Uh, and there will be limitations on how many people can go on the boats. And uh, you'll also be uh, required to wear a face covering on the ferry when you're going over to the island and coming back. So you guys going to go? But why not just, I mean, you sure you can wait in line, order that, but they still have the, the water taxis that are a lot easier. How much does that cost for a water taxi? Water, it's like 10 bucks a person. 10 bucks, huh? Oh, so why haven't you guys done it? Oh, you can't go to the island with that yet. No, oh, but on you Saturday. Can't. You could jump on a water taxi and they would just drive you around the island to look at it. Oh, why don't you yeah. guys just do that? Well, why not just wait till this Saturday when you can go there? No, yeah. but like before, before we knew that this Saturday was going to happen. Just go sit on a sit in a taxi for yeah, like just a go boat? around, man. Just a little tour. <laughs> Pay a little extra, I know, go a little I don't, further out. I don't think that they let you bring like a boxed wine or anything like that on the water Nothing. taxis, right? No, couple, no you, no, can't, you can't bring a baguette or anything like that. Let me ask like you this. So if the islands are open, are all of those patios there open too then as of Saturday? Don't know. I don't know. The island has a bunch of weirdo rules that I don't understand. So I don't know where it falls into. Oh, or, what about the nude beach? Can you get nude? I don't know. I think that I think it's fine to be nude as long as you're sorry, two, Mocha, two you're meters. We're going to hang out on Saturday, two, two meters apart. I can't think wear a mask. Yeah, <laughs> that would be weird, right? You know what yeah. I mean? It seems odd to me that somebody would be nude in public, but in order to keep things safe, you're wearing a mask, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. It's just there's something vulnerable about the, the like a naked body on a on a hot beach. Hey, that, you got bare ass out yeah, there. Yeah, you got bare ass, but okay, good good thing you wore a mask, right? You know, COVID not gonna catch me out here. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Emily. <laughs> good morning. So, Emily, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka FML, I have two helicopter parents, meaning they micromanage. I'm 22 years old with a highly demanding job, and I'm halfway through attaining my business degree. My parents still speak to me in baby voice, oh, and they wow. won't let me cook my own meals, do my own laundry, etc. They also tease me and make fun of different things that I do. They are extremely critical. Whenever I try and sit them down and have a mature conversation, they tell me that I should be grateful at how much they do for me and I'm grateful for the support uh, but I need to be independent and learn from my mistakes how can I finally get them to listen and understand my side being at home with them during COVID is making things 10 times harder any advice would be much appreciated damn so Emily give us an example when you say that they they tease you or they make fun of you for certain things that you do what was, like, the last thing that you can think of? Well, I'm starting, like, with COVID and everything, um, I've started, like, doing a lot more, like, fitness stuff and everything like that. So, you know, anytime I'll work out at home or, you know, go for a run or anything like that, there's a lot of teasing of, like, oh, you know, like, you need to try harder or any of that kind of stuff. Like, they they make my meals, but it's saying, oh, you know, like, do you really want that much bread? Are you going to have dessert or, like, that kind of thing? So mm -hmm. that kind of teasing thing, as well as just uh, with my job, it's... Um, I have a lot on my plate, but it's kind of, you know, I have a lot of, a lot of responsibility and everything. And uh, it's kind of, oh, like, do you really, though? Like, you know, um, if I'm on a Zoom call or stuff, it's just kind of like, oh, it's not that important or, you know, that kind of thing. They're just like diminishing everything that you're doing. Yeah, which uh, I don't understand why. So Okay, so <laughs> this is actual, like, it's textbook, uh -huh. what your parents are doing. Yeah. And your parents are manipulative, and I know that this sucks because they're your parents and they've all you, they're all you got, right? 
Um, yeah. <laughs> your, 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 your parents are manipulative. They are uh, wanting to, they have a great desire to maintain uh, control over your life. Um, they will guilt trip you. They will make you feel indebted to them. They will fill you full of self-doubt to the point of where you start to make, uh, you start to question the decision-making process that you have as an adult. They will do anything to keep you at a point where you no longer need them. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. <laughs> when was the last time you tried to have like a, a sit-down conversation with them and tell them like how you feel? Uh, a few months ago now, I think it was um, like a few weeks before COVID type thing. Yeah. Uh, my mom is more difficult, but I had had enough. So I had um, talked back um, a little bit of just saying, you know, why are you guys doing this kind of stuff? All that kind of thing. And she kicked me out of the house for the weekend, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it was then when um, I have a very supportive boyfriend who came to pick me up and he just sat us all down and was like, okay, you guys need to talk and figure this out. Mm -hmm. And so I tried to do that. I got very emotional and it just kind of turned into, oh, this is what the family needs to work on and you need to be doing things too. So it was, it wasn't just hearing me. It was, oh, well now everybody needs to talk and everybody needs to share their feelings, which is fine. Mm -hmm. um, but then it got kind of taken away and it was more of, well, look at all the stuff we do for you and um, you should be happy and all that kind of stuff. And they are extremely supportive. Like when I was younger, they'd go to all my sporting events, like all that kind of stuff. I have very devoted parents, but it's at the point where it's okay. I'm not eight anymore. You know that. No, that but you are, still, but you are yeah. eight. You are eight. Yeah. And, and that is, and it's not like, and it's when I say they don't want you to grow up, I don't mean that in a sweet way, like, oh my God, don't ever grow up on me. What I mean is the, you know, the reason your mom kicked you out of the house was because she knew you'd be back. Mm -hmm. She wants yeah. to have that control. It's, it seems like both of your parents need to have that control over you and over your life, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and I think, you know, one thing that it may be a fear that once you're gone, you're gone, or a fear that they aren't needed in your life anymore. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I'm going to throw a word out there that may be really, really uncomfortable to you. Okay. Okay. That, wor <laughs> that word is abuse. Okay. Because that's what this is. Hey, Emily, is there a option for you? Because you just said you had a boyfriend, right? Yeah. Is there an option for you to move in with your boyfriend? Does he live alone or does he live with, with his folks? No, we both um, live at home with our respective parents. Financially, I don't think it, it's, it's a... Um, going to happen soon, but we are looking into that of just for ourselves. It's nice to, uh, we've been together for a long time, so it would be nice. Um, I was wondering how to kind of deal with the, like the baby talk where they talk to you like you're a toddler and everything. How does that, how do I just kind of survive this, this part? So the, it's like the, the, the sort of those seems, those things that seem petty, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're you're almost like, oh my God, why even bother having a conversation about it? Yeah. Um, I would just simply, the next time your mother um, looks at you and does baby talk, okay, mm -hmm. I think you have to look at her like a grown woman and okay. just look at her in the face and go, Mom, I'm grown. Yeah. Okay, and then if she starts it again, go, adult. <laughs> and if she starts it again, go, fully grown human here. Absolute. Yeah. In my 20s. Okay. Okay, and then yeah. you, you just do that until she stops. She will get it because it's not cute and it's not funny. I think the conversation that you should have with your parents 
or that needs to happen. And I don't even know how you have this conversation, but you need to say to them, okay, me as your kid, you as parents think what you're doing is the right way to do things, but you need to explain to them that it's manipulative and it's bullying. And instead okay. of, and instead of setting you up with success and giving you the tools and wanting you to succeed, what they have done is given you at an adult life with low self-esteem where you second guess every decision you make because of them. Yeah, okay. That the, their, their plan for you was flawed and not only is it flawed, it's abusive. Yeah, I'll just put them down and uh, yeah, we'll go through all that. Thank you. <laughs> all right. It's a tough conversation, yeah. All right, Emily, you take care. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, you wear a watch? No, why? Oh. I used to wear a watch. I miss wearing watches. Why don't but you? I, I don't know. I, I always used to wear a watch loose as well because I don't like anything tight on my wrists. Uh -huh. Just on your right? pants, on your legs. <laughs> That's true. It's really wild. <laughs> I don't like Hold anything. On. You wear everything else tight except for a watch? No, 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 no. I my have you ever noticed that I don't wear like I hate wearing shirts that go all the way up to my neck because oh, yeah, I can't true. I can't stand that. I just if, thought it was because you like to let your chest breathe. If you ever see me on television, uh -huh. I uh, if I wear a suit. Right, my yeah. shirt underneath my suit. I will never do up the cuff buttons. Really? Nope, never. But you like your pants tight. As yeah, hell. I like my pants tight. I'm all, even with my suits. I'm like, take them pants in. But <laughs> you can just take those buttons right off that uh, the cuffs of that shirt right there. Well, the yeah. reason why I asked if you had a watch is why? because it's time. Oh, right. Sorry. It's time for tight pants, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah, let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha show and KISS 92.5 News Break. Uh, Justin Bieber and Ansel Elgore both being accused of sexual assault over the last couple of days. Uh, Ansel Elgore being accused of sexual assault. A woman identified only as Gabby says that he raped her in 2014. When he was 20, she was 17. Elgore posted a response saying that he and Gabby had, quote, a brief, legal, and entirely consensual relationship. But he added that he didn't handle the breakup well and basically ghosted her, which he admitted was, quote, immature and cruel. And he goes on to say, I am uh, disgusted and deeply ashamed of the way that I acted. I am truly sorry. I know I must continue to reflect learn and work to grow in empathy and Justin Bieber uh, accused of sexual assault by two women on social media. He denies it uh, and is now threatening to take legal action with Twitter on Saturday night, a woman named Danielle from an anonymous Twitter account uh, says that Justin raped her in a hotel room in Austin, Texas. He said, I don't normally address these things that I've dealt with, uh, with random accusations. I've dealt with random accusations my entire career, but after talking to my wife and team, I've decided to speak up on the issue. He says in the past 24 hours, uh, a new... A new Twitter appeared that told the story of myself involved in sexual abuse in March 9th, 2014 in Austin, Texas at the Four Seasons Hotel. I want to be clear, there is no truth to the story. Uh, however, a few hours later, another woman came forward uh, with a, another accusation against Justin Bieber. Uh, she said, I believe, um, Danielle in her response and... Justin provided some receipts to refute the fact that uh, the claim that he was at the Four Seasons in Austin, Texas, and he mm. was, uh, it was, he had Airbnb receipts, which didn't say a lot, but I, you know, they are what they are. And he kept in, in all of his sort of defense to this or, um, explanation for where he was and who he was with, 
he kept saying over and over again, Selena Gomez, my then girlfriend, Selena Gomez, my then girlfriend, mm. Selena Gomez. And he kept using Selena Gomez's name throughout his, his entire sort of statement. And Selena Gomez fans were not happy about that oh. at all because they're like, why didn't you just say your then girlfriend? Yeah. Why did you have to say Selena over and over and over again? Which then they say put Selena in a position to then have to come forward and defend Justin Bieber. To be like, yes, we were together. Right. So it puts now, place. exactly. So now it puts the pressure on Selena to say something. Yeah. When really this was uh, Justin's thing. Uh, did you see this uh, thing at NASCAR yesterday with Bubba Wallace? Oh, dude. Yeah, it's pretty great, huh? It was beautiful. I loved it, man. So they found a noose. Somebody put a noose in Bubba Wallace's garage at uh, Talladega Speedway. Terrible. And then what wound up happening was yesterday, uh, all the other drivers. Uh, sort of gathered around his car and pushed him uh, over the over the finish line. Um, he didn't win the race, but uh, he led for a short period of time, and he had these wonderful words right after. The deal that happened yesterday, sorry I'm not wearing my mask, but I wanted to show whoever it was that you're not going to take away my smile, and uh, I'm going to keep on going. I've been a part of this sport for a really long time. The pre-race deal was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to witness in my life. From uh, all the supporters, from drivers, from crew members, everybody here. Right? Beautiful. I loved it. Not bad. Uh, the Trump campaign denies that TikTok users and K-pop stands sabotaged his rally. Okay. So who did it then? <laughs> uh, they're dismissing the report Sunday that the sparsely attended rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma was sabotaged by teenagers. <laughs> so after several days of hype including the claim the claim from his campaign manager trump's campaign manager that over one million requests for tickets had been received uh-huh. uh the tulsa fire department said sunday that there were fewer than 6200 people in attendance with a capacity of nineteen thousand, not including suites and staff members the campaign blamed radical protesters interfering with attendees' attempts to enter the arena or outright scaring them off, but no evidence has emerged to support that claim. However, according to several reports, a coordinated internet campaign was waged by TikTok users and K-pop fans to register for the tickets with no intention of showing up to the rally. Users reportedly uh, deleted posts discussing their plans in order to keep the prank hidden. On Sunday, Trump's Great campaign idea. manager uh, denied that such a campaign existed, saying leftists and online trolls doing a victory lap, thinking they somehow impacted rally attendance, don't know what they're talking about or how our rallies work. I, I love you, K-pop fans. Y'all coming let's out here. Let's not go too far. Social, social justice here. Let's say K-pop fans, I'm coming around to you. I'm not going <laughs> to say I love you. I'm not starting with the L word right now. <laughs> I do. I do. Y'all are doing some great work out there. Amazing work. <laughs> Now stop making the internet so hard to read, okay? If you can, you if you can coordinate, because you can't go on anything that's trending now, because it is just completely taken over by fan cams. Mm-hmm. Any anything that I'm trying to figure out what's going on, I see something trending and I click on it, and then it takes me an hour to just get through all the fan cams because they just piggyback on everything. Okay, there's parts of life, K-pop fans, that you make very fun. Okay, but there's parts of life, my life anyway, <laughs> not Mocha's life, that you make very difficult. Uh, ben Mulroney uh, with, uh, showing back up this morning since he was away last week after the uh, fallout between uh, his wife, uh, Jessica, and everything that went on with that last week. So the question was, what does Ben do 
working for CTV, the same company that pulled his wife's show over accusations of uh, racism and trying to take down a black influencer and then threatening legal action. Uh, This was Ben this morning. I want to take a moment to speak to you about the situation surrounding my wife, Jessica, and the next steps I will be taking with Bell Media. I love my wife. However, it is not my place to speak for her. And today, together, we are committed to doing the work to both learn and understand more about anti-black racism, as well as learn and understand more about our blind spots. So what does this mean for me? Well, it means acknowledging here today that my privilege has benefited me greatly. And while I have certainly worked hard to build my career, I know that systemic racism and injustice helps people like me and harms those who aren't like me, often in ways that are invisible to us. This needs to change. And that is why I have decided to immediately step away from my role as anchor at eTalk to create space for a new perspective and a new voice. It is my hope that that new anchor is black, indigenous, or a person of color, and they can use this important platform to inspire, to lead, and to make change. And while I am no longer anchoring eTalk, I will continue to contribute to the show hosting red carpets and taking on other special projects here at Bell Media. There you go. Uh, the Black Eyed Peas <laughs> reveal why Fergie's no longer working with the group. Oh no, it so, like bad news. So Fergie hasn't performed Black Eyed Peas in years, but uh, Will I Am just did an interview with Billboard. Yeah. Asked whether Fergie has listened to their new album. Yeah. Will I Am said she hasn't heard it. She's going to hear it when everybody else hears, oh, hears no. it. I hope she likes it. He then goes on to say, we reach out every once in a while and say our hellos, happy birthdays, Merry Christmas, happy Easter. But then he goes on to say this, that she took the time off to be to raise the uh, her six-year-old son, Axel. And he says this, uh, she knows where we're at. We're in the studio and we love her and she's focusing on being a mom. That's a hard job. And that's what she really wants to do. And we're here for her. And she knows how to contact us for a retreat or a breakaway. So it makes it sound, at first it made it sound like they wanted nothing to do with Fergie. Mm -hmm. And then he makes it sound like she's the one that hasn't reached out to them. Or that they don't want her? I don't know, but it seems like there's no relationship. When you go, when you say, we reach out every once in a while to say hellos, happy birthdays, and happy Easter, that to me seems like zero relationship. Like at so that you point, reach you're out just- to the girl four times a year? Yeah, you're just doing the bare <laughs> hey. minimum at that point. Like is she, here's what I want to know from Will I Am. Yeah. Is Fergie still in the group chat? Well, that's what I wanted, but I guess not because, so if Fergie means this much to you, right? Where you're like, hey, she knows where we are, we're here, we're always going to be this thing, but then why not just send her a copy of the record a little early and say, hey, give this a listen. We know you're busy. You got your own thing going on. We still love you. We'd love your input. You're always going to be a black IP. Let us know what you think. You don't say Fergie's going to hear when everybody else hears it. Yeah. To me, that's crass, also, right? happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 30 Rock has pulled four episodes from streaming and really the face of the earth uh, over blackface. And this was at Tina Fey's request. I never watched a whole lot of 30 Rock. Uh, the episodes have been pulled from Hulu and Amazon Prime and are currently unavailable to buy on iTunes and Google Play. Oh, wow. NBC Universal has asked that the episodes also be pulled from airing on traditional TV as well in reruns at Tina Fey's request. Uh, she also released a statement on the episode saying, I understand now that in 
intent is not a free pass for white people to use these images. I apologize for the pain I have caused going forward. No comedy-loving kid needs to stumble on these tropes and be stung by their ugliness. Uh, I thank NBC Universal for honoring their request. Now, two of the episodes involved Jane Krakowski's character in blackface. Uh, another involved John Hamm dressing up in a wig and crude blackface spoofing uh, Amos and Andy. And the last episode was the East Coast version of 30 Rock's first live episode. Although, curiously, they say the West Coast version will remain uh, and it's unclear the differences between the two. So I don't remember those two live episodes that they did, but I guess one of them had huh. something different in it than the, than the West Coast version. Yeah. Uh, nobody's naming their kids Karen anymore. Why? What do you mean, why? <laughs> I bet. I wonder how many Karens there are. You can text us right now, 925-555. I wonder how many in the last three years, how many Karens are now going by their middle name? Uh-huh. Elizabeth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know Mary. that's next, too. Yeah. Whatever, Liz. Right, you know? You know that's know. next. Poor Karens. Yeah. Karens be mad out there. Yeah. Like the normal, the regular Karens. Yeah. Apparently, at uh, babynames.com, they tell TMZ that approximately none of their websites, millions of users, have added the name Karen to their list of favorites in the past year. And that Karen has seen a 75% decrease in popularity over the past decade. You know, there's a lot of Karens out there who are mad that their names aren't on the list. Yeah. They're going to call those people and say, let me speak to your manager. (laughs) Who Who started Karen? Was it John Oliver? Is that who started Karen? I don't know. That's that's who I first heard refer to people. Because whenever he would do a bit on his show and he would always show somebody, he would always be like, no, Karen, you can't, Karen. (laughs) Yeah, I think it might have been John Oliver. I don't know who started Karen. Probably a lot of people take credit for it, but he was the first person I saw. Anyway, uh, sorry, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Do something. What are you going to do? So the story of the noose that was reportedly hanging in Bubba Wallace's garage at Talladega Speedway. Um, The FBI was called in. I think there was something like 13, 14 investigators, and they concluded that no, there was no noose hanging in Bubba Wallace's garage. Um, What it was was a garage door pole Mm -hmm. that had been there since 2009. And I guess it's a rope with a loop on the end. The loop is designed for the hand to go into, and then you pull it down. Um, The one part of the story that I didn't know is that I don't think that Bubba Wallace actually saw the noose. He was told about it. Right. It was right? somebody he else. Didn't, yeah, he didn't walk in and then he was informed by one of the heads of, of NASCAR. So I know that there's a lot of comparisons right now. I know Bubba Smollett was trending this morning, but this is a much different situation because he wasn't actually the one that reported it. It right. was some. It was found it was in the garage and that he was informed of its existence. Uh, but this was uh, Bubba Wallace last night on CNN with Don Lemon. I'm uh, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm I'm mad because people are trying to test my character and the person that I am and my integrity. And they're not stealing that away from me, but they're just trying to test that. And uh, as a person, Don, that doesn't need the fame, doesn't need the hype, doesn't need the media, I could care less. I could give two craps about that. Um, but to, to sit there and, and read, and that's my problem. I'm reading too much into it. And the people don't want to hear the truth. And it pissed me off, absolutely. But that only fuels 
the competitive drive in me to shut everybody up, to get back out on the racetrack next weekend in Pocono and showcase what I can do behind the wheel under tremendous amounts of BS, whatever it is you want to say. Um, it won't break me. You won't tear me down again. I will still stand proud of where I'm at. And uh, Bubba goes on to say this. From the evidence that we have, um, and that I have, uh, it's a straight up noose. The FBI has stated it was a noose over and over again. NASCAR leadership has stated that it was a noose. I can confirm that I actually got evidence of what was hanging in my garage over my car around my picker guys to confirm that it was a noose. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, nobody ever knew, if it's been in that garage forever for as long as it has been. How did nobody else notice? Or they just like assume or figure it was a garage. Pull. Yeah, I had one in, I grew up with one of those. Yeah. My dad had a thing on the garage that he tied and you do two times around and you make a loop. It's a knot, right? Mm. And then you loop, the loop is for your hand. You mm. pull the garage door down with it. Uh, so I think that when you're at a place that there's just ample, there's garage doors everywhere. I think that you're just so used to seeing the string with the loop that why would anybody think that it's anything other than the garage door right, pull? Right, right, right. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. All right, let's get to some questions, fellas. First, we're going to head to the phones, as we always do. How you doing, Megan? I'm good. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks. Go ahead with your question. Uh, I was wondering if you guys had any ideas on how to make my son's first birthday special while we're all uh, under quarantine. Special for you or special for him? <laughs> I don't know. I Like, he doesn't know it's his birthday, exactly. but I feel like it's a big deal. <laughs> no, it's a big deal I for really you. I really want to sell Don't, yeah, don't, drag, your, don't drag your son into this. He doesn't know. Okay, well, we want to make it a big deal for us then. Right, but but you're making it seem like, oh my God, I'm going to fail as a parent because of COVID and I can't give my son the birthday party that he wants. He's won! <laughs> no, but it was a milestone that I was looking forward to. Okay, but okay. don't so drag... we're just trying to come up yes, with ideas. Don't drag him in. <laughs> ideas of what? <laughs> <laughs> what to do for his birthday. Just do what everybody else is doing and like FaceTime your family members to say hey to the baby and to say happy birthday and maybe have a little cake and you uh, just spend the day together. Yeah. Okay. Can you hire a clown to do a no, Zoom no, thing? No, nobody who's won oh, wants no, a clown. Oh, no, no clown. No, okay. <laughs> no okay. clown. Any one-year-old knows what a clown is already? No, no. no, no. Okay, so here's my, my only suggestion for this. You're going to want to do a couple pictures because you're going to want the shot with the of cake course. and the everything else, right? Yeah. So I, I think that the sort of theater of a, a infant's birthday is what you're struggling with. Uh, but you can do that yourself. You can make a cake. You can take pictures. You can go. You can still buy balloons. You can still, you know, decorate a house you can still do all that stuff okay you can do all yeah. of that stuff for the for the sort of pictures but i would say this as a to be a great parent involves when it comes to the milestones when it comes to the birthdays is being so in tune with your child that you make sure on their special day you do all the things that they love so i will ask you yeah. this your child who is one what does he love <laughs> Uh, he loves going outside and he loves swimming. Do that then. Yeah. Happy birthday, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy. Okay. You, all, the yeah. Other, all the other stuff's for you, right? And yeah, you, yeah. you can still do that. Don't think for a second that you're a bad mom because you're not going to be able to give your oh, kid. Oh, no, not at all. 
No, I know, but there's a, no, I know, but there's a little guilt involved in uh, because of COVID, and we're not going to be able to do all the things, and we need ideas because we can't do. No, you could do this birthday party in January, and the kid wouldn't know. Yeah, right? yeah. Like you're, this is yeah. all this is all for you. So I think that do the things that'll make you feel good. You want to get the picture, and you want to. Do they still have babies like rip apart a cake on the floor and stuff yeah, like cake that? Smash, yeah. Cake smash, yeah. Do they still do oh, cake yeah, smash? Yeah. Of course, do that. Do, yeah, have yeah. fun with yeah. it. Who cares? Do cake make a cake, smash. Make a yeah. couple of cupcakes, whatever. Um, but yeah, there's still like a number of things you could do with your family, like the people who live in your house right now, that uh, that will make it special because it's your kid's first birthday. And then everything yeah. else after, you know, FaceTime with the grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the kid yeah. doesn't the kid doesn't know that it's his birthday, right? No, he doesn't. No. Does he know how to start a fire yet? <laughs> I hope not. Okay, well, I'm just saying there's something interesting you can do in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, learn, now, learn a life skill? Now you're just being a jerk. <laughs> then stop talking to about your kid like he's 16 when he's one. Okay. Thanks. Okay. No, you're going to be fine. And I know that all of this stuff, and, and it's about having the memories, right? It's about, you know, during COVID, maybe you're you're going to miss out on, you know, the sort of memories. But I think that what everybody else in the world is doing is we're just sort of embracing the situation that we're all in. And I think that you can still have fun. You can still do cake smash. You can still do all that stuff. And you will never forget that your kid's first birthday haven't happened during COVID, you know? And I, and I don't think that oh, you yeah. should. And I don't think you should forget that. I think you should really, really embrace that i put a little mask on him maybe you know <laughs> like get like a little get like a little baby mask and have him smash the yeah. have him smash the, the the you know the the covid cake in a little baby mask i think that might be cute <laughs> that would definitely be memorable yeah see there you go yeah thanks thanks megan thank you, you later it. girl just jay writes in and said if you could build the perfect takeout meal slash combo <gasps> using any items from any fast food restaurant what would it be? Dessert must be included. Appetizers are optional, but welcome. I had this conversation with my kid in the pool yesterday. Really? This exact conversation. Okay. If you could build the perfect menu from all places that you can do takeout. We didn't say we didn't we didn't limit it to fast food. Okay. But I just think that we should just ask anywhere? The, Yeah, but I think that we should ask the question now. Because then you get into a whole thing of like what is fast food? Yeah. Like is Chipotle fast food? I, I would, would say, say yes. yes. No, it's fast casual. Okay. Okay. So, so you know what I mean. What are the parameters then? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, okay, well, let's just dive in. I'm going to say McDonald's fries. Yeah. So okay. that's on my list. Okay. If we're talking traditional fast food, like yes. drive-through fast food, yes. right? Let's do. That. Then I would say fries from McDonald's. Absolutely. Okay. But then, like you, Roz, there are other items from other places that I enjoy that aren't necessarily a drive-through or a fast food, like. I would choose like a Billy Minor pie from the keg as my dessert. Well, no, not, the keg, no, that's that's definitely not fast food. But that's food. not fast food, right? But it is considered takeout. I would say, does it have a drive up uh, place? If not, then no. Okay. Window? Okay, but is, but it's it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but is, okay, but let me ask you this then. Is, well, is Swiss LA fast food? I would say no. They have a drive up window. Where? Everywhere. Switch I've LA never has seen a drive-up thing. Uh, we Are were at serious? it yesterday. Yeah, they have lots. Mind blown. I it's, didn't know that. Then a, I would say yes. always, It's always a Harvey's and a Swiss LA. Then I would say yes. Company. If there's a drive-up window, then we can incorporate it in like this question. I, my combo would be built with a Five Guys burger, double stack burger with cheese and bacon, mm-hmm. plus the McDonald's fries, plus a Billy Minor pie from the keg. Can you switch sauces? Because I would use yes. the Whopper sauce in my Big Mac. Mayonnaise? 
No, Whopper sauce. Yeah. 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 Whopper the word sauce you're looking is, for, is, is mayonnaise. <laughs> no, but it tastes like Whoppers. Like, it doesn't taste like mayonnaise. What it's are you talking about? Whopper sauce. On a Whopper, it's mayo. Yeah. It's not like Big Mac sauce. No, there's a special flavor to it. Yeah. No. Salt. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they mayo. do. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. So, Maury wants Burger King mayo. That seems a little extreme, but okay. Uh, so, what is yours, Maury? Definitely the McDonald's fries. Yes. I would have a Big Mac with the Burger King Whopper sauce. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I would use um, McDonald's McNuggets. Yeah. So, in other words, you're just ordering McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're going to McDonald's, right? Okay, perfect. Done. <laughs> One-stop shop. Okay, yeah, but, so, but now if you're saying Swiss Chalet counts, then I would like the sauce from Swiss Chalet, the dipping sauce for my fries. Right. Okay, I'm going to say this, my sort of perfect, <sighs> how many can I have? Can I build like a good size meal? Sure. Yeah, okay. go nuts. Okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to do like a double burger from Burger's Priest. Okay. Right? It's, it's easy. Double cheeseburger. Uh, I'm going to do that and I'm going to then have Swiss chalet fries and sauce. Yeah. With a side of... God, that's not it's not fast food though, because um, I I want like a uh, oh 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 and uh, I would do um, damn it what where's where, what what fast food place has good wings because I gotta have my wings I know and that's the problem you can't get you wings can't at, get a fast at a fast food place like if we're talking drive drive through right okay Swiss Chalet okay. has don't they have wings oh yeah Swiss Chalet has wings yeah, I like great. I actually yeah, do like their wings yeah they're okay okay they're but I okay I'm only doing I'm only I'm gonna do only do the fries and the sauce from Swiss Chalet and then I'm gonna say that I'm gonna probably with my burger chalet fries if I'm not doing wings which I would 100% do wings but if I'm not doing wings and I'm going to also get a pizza from somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. From a, from a fast food See, pizza See, and that's place. the thing. I was thinking of pizza. Yeah. But if we're talking traditional drive-through. Right. Fast food. Yeah. It's tough. Then you can't. And then, and then I would put Big Mac sauce on my burger. Okay. Okay, because I love Big Mac sauce. With Whopper mayo. sauce. What's that? With Whopper no, sauce. No, no mayo, Maury. <laughs> uh, and then for dessert, I'm going Baskin Robbins, just mint chip ice cream. Ooh. <laughs> See, I was going to say for dessert, I was going to do the apple pie from McDonald's. So, so in other you words, just you're just want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> only ordering all your food from McDonald's. <laughs> Not my problem. When's the last time good. you had McDonald's, more? The last time I, like, um, anything, the last time I had McDonald's, I had fries. I went just for fries. Yeah. Like a few weeks ago, but I haven't had a burger from them in maybe a couple of years. Really? Yeah. Huh? Wow. Huh, interesting. Oh, yeah. No, I... Uh, but if someone put one in front of me, I would crush it. <laughs> do, you have, do you like Big Mac sauce? I do. You do. Do you make it at home? Isn't it just mayo Dude, with relish and... No, no, but when you make... Because I, I make it vegan for Catherine because uh -huh. I use her veganase. What? I don't even know. I think it's mayo and relish, isn't it? It's okay. So to make a good Big Mac sauce... And the great thing with making a Big Mac sauce is that you don't really need to worry about your ratios. Uh -huh. You can just throw in as much or as little of any of these things as you want and the end result is going to taste something like Big Mac sauce. Then you can sort of perfect it and add a little bit more or a little bit less of, of whatever you want. What is Big Mac sauce? Okay, so Big Mac sauce is... Traditionally. Traditionally, it's um, uh, mayo. Yeah. Relish. Yeah. Mustard. Oh, mustard. Okay. Yeah. Um, garlic powder paprika, and white vinegar. Really? Yeah. 
and you mix all that together. I only ever put yeah. um, mayo and relish together. Yeah, and you get and you mix all those things together in whatever ratio you sort of want. Yeah. And what you put on a burger, trust me, will taste like Big Mac sauce. You know, they, they sell it in squeeze bottles now. But I don't want that, though. I don't want it. I don't want processed. I would much I rather... They, do they still have rather, it now? I know, I like, last it. summer, I believe, yeah. Yeah. or two summers ago, they had it. And you saw it everywhere. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it was gone. I think they still have it. I saw it recently at Longo's. Oh, okay. I yeah. use I use a half a jar of Catherine's vegan mayo uh, and make a large quantity Mac sauce, and I just put it in Tupperware on the top of the fridge, like in the fridge. Really? Yeah, and anytime I make a burger, I just go to it, doom, 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 done. Now, do you know how they make the filet fish sauce? No. Oh. That's tartar sauce. Is that it? <laughs> mayo. <Mayonnaise. laughs> the word you're looking for, Maury, is mayo. Uh, B asks this: What's the funniest thing your child has ever thrown a fit over? This actually resonates with me because I think it was yesterday where it was thunder and lightning, and Cruz, who's three, threw a fit over the fact that he could not see the thunder, and we were like. You can hear it. Yeah. It's like, no, I want to see it. That's fascinating. And we're like, you can't see thun like and yeah. Here we are trying to explain to a three year old that, that you, you can't actually, actually you actually can't see it. See it's not that you thunder, can't see it from your room, but you he's like looking can't. up in the sky and he is freaking out that yeah. he couldn't see thunder yes. that he wanted to Could see. Could you not put on the patio a glass of water? And when it shakes from the thunder, say that's the closest. Well, you think you can they live it. in Jurassic Park? <laughs> you think what glass of water is going to shake from thunder? Okay, uh, I assumed that it would rattle. No, uh, no. And it's difficult when you start explaining something like that to a kid because if you want, even if you wanted to give some sort of example, okay, like you know, you could make a big sound with your hands, you could clap your hands, yeah, but you can still physically see you make that sound. Right? What if it's, you shake very, sheet metal? But you, I can see you do that. So what? Now I got to go to Home Depot and buy sheet metal? No, no, no. What I'm saying is that it's difficult to explain to a kid that you can hear something, but you can't see what is making the noise, right? Like if you went to get sheet metal and you're like, here, listen to this sound. See how you can't see the sound? But I'm like, yeah, but I can see you making the sound. Totally. Right? Yeah. So thunder is one of those things that's actually quite difficult to explain because you can't, you okay. don't get to see what makes makes that sound. So if you just yes, go into Maury. another room and close the door and fart, you're not seeing me do that. Excuse me. <laughs> Too much mayo in your yeah. diet, Mark. <laughs> yeah, he needs to chill on McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Can you remember when Roxy was a kid? Like yeah. any uh, any silly little things that... Just like irrational Uh-huh. Um, sorry to mean to swear. Um, Roxy used to get really upset if you took away her... Like she used to have cloths, I remember, like in the driveway. She used to hold like... Squares what are you hanging like, out across the street watching more? I remember once like she was holding like a whole bunch of bandanas or something and she got really upset if you took her bandanas away from her. You are so weird, man. Yeah, that's um maybe, I don't know. Oh my god, yes. Okay. 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 Catherine cut bangs. Okay. But not on Roxy. Catherine cut bangs on herself. Oh. And Roxy lost her mind. Really? Yes. Because she's only used to seeing mom in a certain yes. way. Yes. She, Ro Rox, lost her absolute mind Aww. when Catherine cut bangs when she really? was little. Yeah. 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 It was like terrible. It was like a full on the floor screaming. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The other thing Cruz does is um, because Jenna's at home with him all the time. 
And she only ever wears her hair up in a bun. Yeah. Easier, right? Yeah. So anytime she takes her hair out of the bun and just like lets it hang or if she puts it up in a ponytail, that's another thing. Cruz freaks out. He's like, no, mommy, I don't like it like that. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, so she constantly has to have her hair in a bun. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Because he's just, that's how he's used to seeing her, right? He doesn't look like her mom anymore. That's the same thing that happened with rocks. Um, Pawan or Pawan, I hope I said the name right either way. Uh, Do you prefer to reverse park in parking lots or forward park? I find it so annoying waiting for people to reverse park and doing so many turns to get into the spot. I find it easier and safer to forward park and reverse out. Well, you are wrong. I find it way easier, and my preference is to always reverse park because it is 100% safer to leave a parking spot facing outwards, facing forward. Correct. Yes. Um, Maury, we'll get to you in a second. (laughs) Um, I was having a conversation when I bought my truck with all these other dudes who own trucks. Yeah. And they just sort of casually threw around. They were like, yeah, you can always tell people who just don't know how to drive a truck. And, uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, how's that? And they were like, because you just go to any parking lot and you can always tell when somebody forward parks their truck. They're like any guy who, anybody who drives a pickup knows that you reverse into a parking spot, any parking spot. And I was like, oh, pff, yeah, me too. And I had, ne- <laughs> I had never reversed into a spot in my life. Oh, wow. Because I didn't even have to do that on my driver's test. Yeah. Right. So then I went out to a parking lot on like an early Sunday morning and practiced. Really? Yeah. Reverse parking. Reverse parking. Yep. Practiced. And it is is much easier it's i love reverse parking now yeah, and same. it is so much easier when you're leaving to just reverse yeah. to reverse out you're always lucky if you get into a parking lot and you can drive through one spot into the next so you're already facing that's forward. true too yes always, you're right that's a lucky day yep uh maury parks his car sideways and upside down like <laughs> yeah pretty much when you look at his car yeah like what accident did you this know, car you get know into? You, you know when you walk <laughs> into your house and you have that sort of ledge or a table or it's like a small desk and you know when you walk in and you just throw your car keys on that <laughs> like on the, the 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 tabletop right you know because of years of doing it how much space you have to play with but you don't care where they land sure. they could be hanging off the side it could almost not have even made it on that's what maury's car looks like in every parking spot it is like crooked uh maury maury's car is eight feet long right he, he drives a yaris it's a tiny car and when maury parks his back of his car is two feet out of the spot yeah. you could park another car in front of maury's car <laughs> in his motorcycles spot. yes <laughs> atv you could store the christmas tree up there <laughs> All the decorations. Yeah. Yeah. Like complete disregard for anything. Yeah, Maura, your philosophy on parking. Just as long as you're between the lines. Right, barely (laughs) between the lines, right? Yeah, you're barely, like your wheel is like cranked all the way. When you you drive into a spot, you throw your car into a spot, you get out quick, slam the door. I love that look of a man. You know, when you you just get out of the car. What, an angry Yaris driver? (laughs) (laughs) So ridiculous. So hold on here. So what do you find attractive? Like when you say when, it again. When I park in a like when I go to the grocery store, yeah. right? When you can park quick, get out. Oh, grocery slam store the, with the letter F in it, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just saying, I've, never yeah. I've never heard of a grocery store pronounced that way before. <laughs> okay, okay, so you so have the grocery store. I love when you can park quick, yeah. turn off the car, get out all in one foul swoop, right? Like right. boom, 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 done. I'm like, you know your car. In one okay. foul swoop? Okay. <laughs> Yo, man. Yeah. <laughs> Such a wordsmith. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so you are like you're like a so you're like a hot shot then, right? Like when you when you're parking your car, like I always you like to look like, like a hot chasing shot. Me. Yeah, you like to look like a hot shot. You like to whip into a spot real fast, open up, fling open that door, slam the door, out, start slam walking, slam the door, and start walking. And when like, you're halfway like through the door, nothing. then beep beep. Then you lock the door right. without even looking I back. You. you don't even care, right? No care in the that's world. Because that's what you find attractive in a man. Yeah, no right? care. I have other things to worry about. Interesting. I find, you know what's funny is that when you're gay, it's, uh, I, you, I guess that you would emulate the things that you also find attractive in others, correct? Yeah, that's why I sometimes wear tank tops. Right, but also, but with a move like that, like you like that sort of thing where like a guy is like slams the door and parks hard and like walks and doesn't even look back. Like you find that attractive, right? Like where when you're straight, I don't do the things that I find attractive in women. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? (laughs) Doesn't doesn't work that way. (laughs) No, I didn't know Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Robin has a great question. Okay. I love this, okay? Right, yeah. If you had to go into battle with only the items tattooed on you, would you survive? I have a lion, elephant, and Pocahontas who would probably be pretty handy in a fight. Oh, jeez. So as we know, Tamamori only has a, <laughs> a microphone. microphone that looks like a lamp on his left shoulder. Well, I can use that to it. hit someone with, right? Yeah. I guess. I guess. you like could the base you could of the maybe, lamp. Yeah, you could maybe right? use that. as. I think you may have the hardest weapon here out of, <laughs> all, out of all the tattoos. You only have, What do you have? You only have your name. I have my initials, my own initials, so I'm alone in battle on my back. Yeah. Uh, I have strength and courage tattooed, which isn't actually a weapon, and then I have a tiny heart on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Going at it alone, yeah. just my hands, just your fist, just my fist. I have. Uh, That's it. I have a boombox on my right forearm. Yeah. Oh, I can so plug I can my use... microphone into your boombox. <laughs> 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 we can make announcements. <laughs> and now, so we're ready for battle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone, we're here. So I have to use the boombox, and then I have like a giant turntable on my back. So I oh, guess right. I'd have to use that You'd have too. To use that. Yeah. yeah. I think those, I'd are, be those okay. are good. Those are good weapons. Yeah. You could throw things, right? Yeah, yeah. like a party. <laughs> Mori MC. <laughs> All right. Olivia has a specific question for you, Roz. Mm. And it's a would you rather? Would you rather wake up and your entire lawn is covered in weeds and dandelions or the other thing? Oh, wait, really? hang on, hang on. No, 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 Yeah, the other thing? Yeah. Okay, okay. done. Okay. Now it. that you said it. Yeah. Or have to have ketchup on every meal that you ate for a month. It would take, <laughs> it would take me, okay, hold on now. I'm going to reconsider. I'm going to reconsider. I don't hear that. But Shem is in the other room and he's just like, bleh. Uh, but you can so, almost make. Okay, so so a lawn full of weeds or don't eat for a month is uh-huh. what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. No, but can't you just make ketchup popsicles and just like. Oh, 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 oh. that's so gross. Okay, so here is what I. Ketchup on every meal that you ate. Okay, I know, I know what I would do. And it doesn't have to be an excessive amount of ketchup, but just like ketchup that you would just put on like, like a normal serving. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to say I would have ketchup on everything because, really? yeah, because I'll tell you what I would do. My meals would consist of a huge bowl of tomato soup. Oh, so you got to hide it, and then I put a little ketchup in it. Yeah, and then I would have pasta with, um, 
like a ragu, like a like a tomato sauce, and to put ketchup for, in for that. lunch. And I put a little ketchup on that, mix it all up. Probably yeah. wouldn't even taste it. And then for yeah, I'd have more pasta for dinner. Really? <laughs> but yeah. what about breakfast? I guess you could put it with your scrambled eggs. No, I don't eat breakfast. No, Maury, who puts ketchup on eggs? Yeah, I, I can't like do that. children do that. No, but my dad used to, and I've enjoyed it ever since. Right. Your dad raised you right. He still cuts your meat, huh? He does. He leans over me and cuts <laughs> my meat for me. He did that over the weekend when Matthew's sitting right next to me. No, he didn't. Yeah. Because it's the only way I'll eat. Like when I'm over there. My but dad, when you're at home yeah, in the condo, it, yeah. does Matthew have to cut your... Matthew doesn't make the same thing. My dad will make ribs and he comes over. He's like, I know how you like it. Because you know, I hate, I don't know how to take the meat off of the bones and you stuff. You can't I, take rib meat off a rib bone? It's I one leave, bone. No, but I leave so much, so my dad gets upset. So now he'll he'll lean over me and take all steak? the meat if off for me. your dad's like cooking steak, will If he I come leave over? some left, because there are times where we have to bring our plate to the sink. If I leave it, he'll stand there and cut it and feed it to me going, you didn't finish. <laughs> <laughs> and you're 40 plus, huh? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> By the way, that just killed Maury when you said that. <laughs> I pretended that hurt, not to hear. That, that hurt more than any other any other words that came out of your mouth before that moment. Somebody somebody said on Facebook, "How old do you feel?" And I wrote twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. You don't feel twenty three. I don't think you ever felt twenty three. I felt twenty three at the time. No, you didn't. Yeah. When? No, you didn't. Maybe when you were twenty three. That's no, it. At no, that moment, no, I felt no, kind of twenty three. No, I don't. You can't know. walk ten feet without feeling like wind. <laughs> Like, we have to call 911. Yeah. You try walking up a flight of stairs while you're walking your dog. It's tough. <sighs> Most people can do a flight of stairs. Yeah. Also, you live on the third floor of your condo, not yeah. like the 23rd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most people can do a flight of stairs. Taryn asks, would you rather have an extra $200 a day or an mm. extra two hours a day? $200 a day. Really? I choose the, the, the time. I would choose two hours a day. Not me because I would probably piss it away sleeping. Oh, <laughs> or right. you would still be continuing to do work or something. The two hundred dollars could be put to good use, but mm -hmm. if you have an extra two hours, you're going to use it inappropriately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would still choose the the two hours, the extra so, amount of time. So what are we talking here? Eight hundred dollars a month, right? Yeah, eight hundred dollars a month or an extra two hours a day. <sighs> that's like uh, so that's like sixty sixty hours. No, it's it's know. not like no. more. <laughs> There is a specific amount of time. I mean, There's a specific amount of money. Okay, so what would you do with this time if you had two hours and two hours extra in a day? What would you spend that two hours doing? But, do, I, but you don't get hold on. But you don't get to pick where the, the two hours are tacked onto the end, or they like where are these two hours? Just wherever, wherever in the day, you're gaining two hours. It doesn't matter where those two hours are in the day. Mm -hmm. You're still waking up at the same time. You're still going to bed at the same time. Let's just say, okay. Let's let's say this. Let's say this. Let's keep it random, okay? okay? So you won't know. Okay, so I so so I'm gonna so I'm gonna say okay. Here, listen to so me. So like hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, yeah. you will recognize it when it's happening, but you won't know ahead of time. So let's say that in the 24 hours of your day, uh -huh. every single day there will be two hours randomly within that 24 hour window. There will be two hours yeah. that instead of them being 60 minutes, they will be 120 minutes. So meaning it, tomorrow it could be take you two hours to get from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. That's oh, a, boy. And then the second hour could be 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. is going to take two hours. And then the next <sighs> day it could completely switch. You won't know 
when those two hours are happening. You just know that you will always get an extra two hours a but day. But think about oh, that. When the two man. hours randomly show up in the middle of the day, those could be the worst two hours because when you said it's going to take an extra two hours to get from 1 to 2 p.m., I was like, oh, dear God. Right. And it would be such a waste of time if, I know the world is different right now, but let's forget about pandemic and whatever. Mm -hmm. And let's say if you're stuck in traffic somewhere. Yes. Right? And yes. Your, your time, your new two hours appear when you're stuck in traffic. That's a waste of time right there. Right. But the two hours could show up on a weekend when you're in the pool and you get an oh, extra two hours in the pool. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Or oh. when you're in bed. <laughs> whatever, more. You sit on the couch. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I think I'm going to still take the time. You would, huh? I'm going to gamble with the time, yeah. yeah. Really? The money, though. No. Think of what I you know. could do. I know. No. I got, I mean, no, yeah, I couldn't. It's tax -free. I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I couldn't do that because I don't know if I would be, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I would be great with the time, but I think that the money, $800 a month, you could do, you could do some serious good long term with that. Sure. I think whether it's good for you and your family or for, for something else. $800 a month is nothing to Would laugh it be at. deposited separately from your normal paycheck? Why, so Matthew wouldn't know? <laughs> wow. Even in a fake scenario. Yeah, does Matthew right? know what I picked? <laughs> well, I'm trying to mentally, you know, prepare for my future. Right. <laughs> wow, it's funny that your future doesn't include Matthew. Oh, but hold on a second here. Here's the question. I think that we have to collectively decide on this because this situation doesn't work if I pick the money and Mocha picks the time because eventually you and I would start living in different clocks. Yeah, that, that's true. No, or no, you would leave and he would have to do an extra two hours of the show. No, no, but Mocha, like eventually, if Mocha added two hours to every single one of his days, eventually... <laughs> We're going to be, oh, we're yeah, gonna be living, just keep going. We're going to be living on two different clocks. Completely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. So, Mocha, you're taking the money? I mean, I guess I'd have to yeah, now. Come on now. Right? Let's combine our money. We have $1,600 a month. Ooh, Think of what we could okay, do every yeah. month. At the end of every month, we won't tell yeah. our wives. We won't tell our wives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll tell Matthew, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matthew, good news. Yeah. <laughs> every week on Instagram, at Kiss925 is where you'll see Ask Raz and Mocha. Ask your questions, and uh, we'll try our best to get through as many as we can. And we'll invite one of you to join us to ask your question on the phone. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.